Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. He has a lot of problems. Struggle to be top five in points at the end of the season. Wow. Don't bleach your, your hair, you're, you're a sellout. Oh, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Moto Aftermath Show. This is episode number 257. I am your host, Travis. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for tuning in to everything we've been doing. Live streams, reaction videos, all of it. You guys are absolutely fantastic here. Um, it's it's getting borderline. I can't keep up with you guys, to be completely honest with you. Uh, there are so many comments. I was trying to go through like the reaction video from last night, and I, I just couldn't comment do response comments to every single one so thank you all so much please make sure to continue to uh like subscribe and comment there and please comment all you want i try to bench race as much as possible because this is what i love to do in fact we had a comment today of some guy commented on i don't remember which video it was one of the three i did this weekend and he literally said i can't believe all you did was just talk the entire time and I responded with, what did you think we were going to do? And, by the way, I will be talking for two to three more hours this week <laughs> on this show on Tuesday. Make sure to tune in. In studio with me tonight, the OG co-host is back. It's Justin. Hi, buddy. What's going on, man? I'm just, you know, happy to see your face, man. Uh, happy to see your face, too. This is great. <laughs> just a couple of buddies hanging out. Yeah. You should hang out more. Are you coming this week to watch the race? Uh, and get fucked not, up on this moonshine with that, me. That I'm not. I don't. Well, I don't about fucked up. I don't. You know, drink it's heavily good. Anymore. Maybe or tequila. May- <laughs> I bought high dollar tequila for you, and now uh, I just got slapped in the face because you haven't even tried it. Because no. that tequila is originally a you and me and Sanjay situation. Does Sanjay never drink it with you? Sanjay did come over and drink uh, it with me, like the first couple of days <laughs> he was here. Don't worry. Shocking. You have not been over to drink any of that yet. Maybe. The drinking thing is... I don't want you to get fucked up. Like, you could drink this much literally in an entire day, and I'd be know. happy. I don't even know if I could even drink that much anymore. Not these days. If I wasn't so fucking fat, I wouldn't be able to either. You know, if I was skinny like you, I'd have to watch my uh, my intake for my calories yeah, and my I'd, beverages. Yeah, I'd be but... fall down a set of stairs. You got but, a lot of stairs in your house. Dude, it's fine. We'll just plop you in that chair, because all we're going to do is live stream the entire day. So, screw it. Whatever. Um... But yeah, man, you should show up for the you should show up for the lives. I thought Cole was going to show up this week, but he oh, he said did. he might. Or yeah, he was, uh, I asked him last week. He said he might because he wasn't going to come today. But I don't know. Anyway, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in here. We have a uh, a full pack show here. Obviously, lots of racing action going on. Lots of stuff to discuss. If you saw my reaction video, there was some takes on there that are not particularly the takes I might have now. Um, obviously, I'm sure Justin wants to get into my. 450 takes here because he hasn't been here in a couple of weeks and the last time he was here we were going on that 17 and 0 train which we are not anymore so we can get into that uh isaac gonzalez gonna be back on the show here for just a quick sec to uh talk about he was at san diego last night so um we're gonna get him on to kind of talk about what he saw in person there 
Before we get started, though, let's thank our sponsors here. So first up, Complete Racing Solutions. And this month, we're, we're highlighting their express workouts, 30 minutes or less, uh, basically as many as you want to do in a week. So if you want to do one, you want to do four, you want to do seven, you can do all of that. Uh, $22 uh, if you pay monthly, $15 per month if you pay annually, aka if you pay it all at once, you can save some money, about $7 per month. Just for any of you who've hit your head too many times. Um, so make sure to check them out, CompleteRacingSolutions.com. Links to all the sponsors in the description down below. Also on board with us, TLR Coatings. We are Michigan's number one custom powder coating shop. Uh, from anything you may need, two-tone wheels, motorcycle parts, all of the above. Make sure to check us out at TLRCoatings.com or on all the major social media networks. And I know it's throwing some people off. I saw that. Have you seen like, this in the comments uh, yeah, of I like, I talk about it like I'm not involved. I own and operate the company. I do have a couple of part-time guys that help me out here. Um, but for the most part, it's me who you're dealing with at this point. So, yes, I am TLR Coatings. We're in the TLR Coatings building. here. I can literally see projects right here that I'm working on. Uh, so, yes, that's... that's Goal how is to make enough money so he doesn't have to deal with anybody anymore. Yes, we're, yeah. we're working on that. That's, mm -hmm. a, that's a big thing this year, but that's for the business podcast and not this. So, anyway, uh, also on board with us, Holster Co., we've got a bunch... Well, you don't have any. I have a bunch of Holster Co. Reload rants tonight. Okay. I have several. Um, <laughs> several... Uh, also on board with us, Gutterworks going to be bringing you our 450 race recap and Isaac Nelson designs. And since we don't have a Deacon Danger Zone, they're going to bring us our 250 race Might recap. Might not even have one in Supercross this year. We talked about that last week. Actually, that video is going live right now as we speak here. I'll have to get your take on that because I obviously did not watch that. So There's uh, a lot of questions here. You know what? I'm going to... We oh, can actually... Uh, when we get to the 250s, we can uh, kind of talk about that, even though we still are two weeks out from our East Coast first round. But we, we, yeah, we don't... We can, uh, we, can get in, we can talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, here, let's go here. Let's see. Wait, what was that? Hold on. Sorry. Great radio here. Uh, let's go home here. Rob Witzig. Yeah, he does a lot. Jet of Lawrence apologizes. To, who who is he? He's been up for a while. He's kind of trying to be the next Roto Moto. Okay, interesting. Yeah, super interesting. I have no idea who his this guy are, his is. Videos are decent. Hell, you know what? It's like Steve always talks about. Everybody's got a podcast now, so whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, look right there. Will Deegan race Supercross in 2024? Make sure to go check that video out. We kind of, me and Cole kind of talk about that uh, from last week there. So anyway, uh, we're going to jump right in here. Let me hook this up here and we are going to call our West Coast contributor there, Mr. Isaac Gonzalez. And we are going to talk, try to chat with him um, about what he saw at San Diego. So uh there we go boom let's call him and see here what we got going on yo hey buddy welcome back to the show how are you we're we're doing well Good. um I'm, we're live oh, yeah. don't say anything shitty oh okay what's up everybody oh man okay so bro you were in san diego last night yes what sorts of yes, fun I what sorts of fun stuff did you think and are you team anderson or team lawrence I have to, I literally just saw saw and talked to Jason last Monday, so I have to be Team Ando here. Oh, man. Bro, you should text him and be like, what did Jet say to you? 
I, 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 I texted him like an hour before I came on. I said, hey, man, you don't have to talk. If you don't want to talk about it, it's totally fine. But what happened? Like, what, what was said there? Yeah. So I'm interested to know. Yes, me too. I can almost guarantee they, I know Whatever it. they were arguing about, it was on the broadcast. Like, the moves and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't think... I didn't think the moves were that bad, and we haven't gotten into our race breakdown yet outside of what I kind of talked about last night in the reaction video. I didn't think uh, anything was that bad. Dude, it's um, the 450 class in Supercross, man. It yeah, dude. Well, and then when then when um, uh, when Jet went to pass him, like I don't even know if he made contact. Isaac, could you see? Did he did he actually hit Jason, or did he just take him high there and then just run away? So I got to be honest. So I've seen only the TV side of it. The whole the whole 450 main, I was just hyperventilating over Aaron Plessinger. I really wanted, and everyone wanted to see him win that. So yeah. I didn't pay attention outside of Plessinger. Okay. Guys, on that. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, so what else uh, have you watched the broadcast back then? So I've watched the 450 main event broadcast. That's about it. Okay. What if? So uh, what did you see last night that we didn't see on the broadcast? Um, let me see. I was going to say Chase going off the track, but they did show that. Um, I got to ask you guys, since we're on Chase here, or I brought him up, what gear did you like better, his cow gear or his orange stuff that he wore in the heat race? Orange shut, because I hate the cow gear. Cow gear is not great. Not, not a fan. I think they, I think they missed the mark on that one. I'm 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 literally wearing it right now. So. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's everybody's opinion. Like I think all the Alpine Stars gear is beautiful, but I understand if people don't like it because it is a little bright for my my like or it is a little out there. So I understand if people don't like it, but I think it. I think all of it looks great. I mean, I even said this years ago, and I'm a big Thor guy, and I've talked about why I support them. You know, because they've supported. Anything I've ever done in this sport, uh, I said the same thing when they came out with a cat gear from Marv years ago that that was stupid as shit. <laughs> and I kind of feel gear. like uh, the same thing with the cow gear. I'm just like, man, it's just not cool. <laughs> um, uh, oh, go ahead, man. I said, I, I said, I like it. I, I like. I said, I'm a big Alpine Stars guy, but Thor is pretty cool too. What uh, what gear did you like the best from last night with the retro stuff going on? Oof. Um, I have to say, if I doubt they'll do it, but if Alpine Stars releases Jet and Hunter's stuff as a limited edition, I'll probably have to pick that up. Yep. That, one, that old school Honda gear was really, that was sick. Yeah, that old school Honda gear was cool. I liked it for the fact of it was period correct with what they were doing. Um, yes. uh, but the FXR gear was my lit kit for yesterday. That shit was so cool with all the pink and blue yeah. and bright yellow and stuff. Um, so I was really, really high on that, but I did and like, I did like the Honda gear just because it was period correct. It looked vintage. Yeah. It was awesome. Obviously, if we've, if you've seen the pictures from jet on Friday, it'll make my junk look fucking huge because it'll just smush it in there and make it look bigger. So like, I'm totally in on that. Good Lord. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, uh, 
no, that uh, FXR gear should have been on the top of the box in the 250 class, but, you know, lappers are stupid. Yes, yes, that uh, was an interesting subject all night. Yes, lappers. And do you think Chase held up Cooper on purpose? Um, it's, I don't know. There were, there were definitely comments made in the press. Have you watched the press conference? I have not. I have not. No, there, I'm not a, you should, I'm not a big press. Coop's not happy. You I mean, should go watch the, it. He's throwing yeah. the bird going into the right-hander. Yeah, there's, uh... There was there was comments made in there talking about that. Well, he was like, uh, I think he said this to Michael. He was like, yeah, he knows what he's doing. And like he wasn't like, oh, he knows what he's doing and then like stopped. He was like, oh, yeah, I mean Chase. Yeah. So he basically was like, there was no int- mis- like interpretation. It was basically, yeah, he Chase knew what he was doing. Um, no. Yeah, I don't know. That would, I'm sorry. Race Tech right here. Uh, Cooper is... Uh, really overreacting about that situation because that was clearly a mistake. Oh, you think so? Huh? Uh, yeah, I don't think that track was that track was gnarly, and it was catching everybody. How many times have you seen Ken Roxon throw away a lead like that? Oh, and man. that was so. I'm sorry, that was a complete racing incident, chase wise. The um, never mind. Uh, no, that was a complete racing incident. On Chase's part, I don't, I don't think that was on purpose at all. What do you think about the, What do you think about Eli, though, speeding up and trying to unlap himself there? Oh my god, uh, I was, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, I don't know. Honestly, it's. Oh, I, uh, I just wanted Plessinger to win that race. Honestly, I think everybody did. I'll just say that. Yeah. Yep. So, um, there, oh, go ahead. Was there any was there any moment where you thought Cooper was actually going to get him? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I did not, actually. Not for me. He was he was moving pretty good and I was like, "Oh, this is going to get sketchy towards the end here." So, and yeah, like I know that Coop is one of those guys that like he's friends with you, but yeah. he wants that title. He does. And he's probably going to get that title. I'm calling it right now. That's who you're going with is is Cooper Webb, huh? That's just just knowing how the guy is because I'm I was watching him quite a bit last night too. That that guy was all over the place. If he had uh, if he had uh, not made one or two mistakes, he did. He probably would have won that race. That he was going for it last night, hmm. literally going for it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that, man, because we're going to get back to dry tracks here, and then Daddy's going to take back over. Uh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> your, boy, your, boy, your boy didn't learn uh, how to not skim the whoops when they're wet as shit. Bro, okay, my boy uh, skimmed the fuck out of those things for two laps, and we should have quit when we were ahead, but we were kids, so yes. we didn't, um, which we'll get into all that when we do the 450 review, but... He showed everybody who Daddy was for those first two laps there, and then Daddy didn't Daddy the third time. But the first two times we were Daddy, okay. And Dad, and like I said, we're gonna get back to dry tracks here, where we have a roof over our head and we're not gonna have to deal with mud. And then Daddy is gonna be back in full swing here. 
But you also have a triple crown, which, other than Glendale last year, didn't go his way on all the time in the 250 class. So We're going to be fine. Down. We're going to be totally fine, bro. Cooper Webb's sweeping that triple crown. I'm calling it right oh, now. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I've... I'm sorry, I've watched Cooper Webb do this for like four years. Dude, Mertz is going to call you right after this airs and be like, bro, what the fuck? I honestly think anybody that has an idea, says they have an idea of who's going to win this championship at this point is full of shit. Jet, Chase, Eli, Coop, AP included. None of them, to me at this point, have proven. And I know we've had two mud races, but neither, none of them have proved to me that they are... S- separating themselves from anyone mud mud races are not like this is why once again i always say that ricky will always be the goat because dry greasy deep mud or otherwise dude showed up in one races every time and none of these dudes have done that yet so i i think anybody who says that that i don't care if it's jt it's mathis weege none of these dudes right now i couldn't tell you who's gonna win like i would have never thought and i said this in our group text who would have thought that ap would have the red plate leaving round three if you, I didn't yeah. have that on my bingo card. Nope. Nope. That so was not I, like there. I said, I don't care if it's Jet Lawrence or not. I don't care if it's AP. I don't care if it's Chase, Eli. None of them. There's no way any of them right now can go, yeah, I'm super confident going into a draw, whether it's a triple crown, it's Detroit in two weeks, it's Glendale in three weeks. None of them. They've all made too many fucking mistakes already through three rounds. And I can yeah. tell you right now that Jet, Jet ain't super confident right now. Daddy. No, daddy, no, no, no. whatever. Say, say da- his name. Daddy's daddy. daddy, Jet, whatever. He ain't super confident. I don't know. He grabbed a hold of JA's helmet pretty quickly there. I wouldn't be did doing you, that. Did you if see? I was... the, did you see who won that exchange? I, JA I, was I taking not, a hold of I his. Would, let's put it this way: I'm not grabbing somebody's helmet if I'm not full of confidence. Yeah, he was. Not you, only not only did he grab the helmet, he finger wagged him over. Did you? Hey! Did you watch? Man. Did you watch that whole video though? Oh yeah, I've yeah. Watched did it you from see multiple that? Did, angles did now. you see that? What Jay did? Grabbed a hold of that fucking helmet and ripped oh, yeah. his neck down. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jet. Oh, yeah. Jet. After I that, say, Jet was like, "Oh my God, no, sir, don't touch me." I didn't say. I didn't say Jet won that exchange. Look, Jet, man, I'm just Jet's, saying. Hey, Jet didn't. Jet, dude. In he the beginning, he literally beginning, pulled. He yes. literally pulled a Kevin Hart. Hey, yeah. Hey, bitch. In the beginning, <laughs> and then in the beginning, and I can tell you this, and I'll talk more about it when we do the 450. He realized afterwards he's not dealing with kids anymore; he's hey, dealing with grown men. Look, I was in it with the in it in the comments with somebody here earlier because uh, somebody was like, "Well, Jay would knock his fucking head off," and I was like, "None of these pussies can fight. None of them can fight their way out of <laughs> so, a paper. So none of them can fight that. their way out of a paper bag." But I think Jet quickly realized that he's not dealing with twenty-year-old kids anymore. He's dealing with like thirty-year-old men. That even if Jet Jay can't fight his way out of a paper bag. He's still a grown ass man. Look, I want to see a Roncada and fucking Villaman. None, none of these dudes are uh, no, going none on, of these, right. First off, neither of them are as big as Villaman or Roncada. Uh, look, I just want to see these dudes slapping the shit out of each other. Look, so. I'll, I'll just say that, yeah, that's Jet realized real quick in a hurry that that's if he, that's gonna what he's gonna do. That's okay. I'm it's not here gonna for go. This is way. endless hours of content for me to talk about. And the same thing with Hunter. If Hunter gets in with somebody, he's not dealing with Styles Robertson. Did you like how Hunter like rolled up? Like, yeah, he looked, was looking at. It was like, yeah, I'm out, dude. No yeah, way. he looked at that, you, and he goes, I don't want any of that smoke. Your, you're on your own, Jay. Yeah, he's like, you're I don't want own. any of that smoke. All right, man. Anything else you saw there last night that we might not have seen on TV? Either class, uh, qualifying, anything? When did you get there? Did you get there for before they – did you get there for first qualifying, or did you get there right as they canceled second qualifying? I So I uh, found out about the second qualifying being canceled literally at a pizza restaurant uh, in San Diego, like – 
five minutes up the street. So I got there, I want to say, 3, 3.30-ish, something like that. Mm -hmm. So I just walked the pits and went and enjoyed, enjoyed some crazy racing. Sure. Sweet. Sweet. And did, then, did you talk to anybody? Did you ask anybody, like, whose chick they're banging or something? Um, let me see. I ran into uh, Casey Cochran and said, what's up? My buddy Max Sanford, which, holy shit, that LCQ, whole shot he pulled. <laughs> that was impressive. Yeah. That was impressive. Um, who else? I, uh, so I went to a, uh, funny story. I went to a, here in Temecula, they had a, uh, little KTM Husqvarna dealership siding. And I went to that, and um, uh, I got to say, Chase recognized exactly who I was. RJ Hampshire knew who I was. And then right at the end, I uh, saw Aaron Plessinger grab the poster, and I said, hey, man, can I have your cowboy hat? And, of course, I didn't get a cowboy hat, but I don't know. It was just a funny story. So. Hmm. Surprised RJ remembers his own name. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. the hell? Hey, what's going on with Joe Shimoda right now? Cause is there anything going on? Because he's not going to win this title. He's no, man, he just doing, doesn't ride fucking mud. You know, he's doing Joe Shimoda shit. Like, he, this is what he does. And then now he's out of it, so he'll probably win the Triple Crown, to be honest with you, and then he'll probably come back and win, like, damn near every single race after this. He just mm, does not ride the mud. Because he's out of it. So We, we already, we already seen MX of Nations 2022 that he doesn't know how to ride the mud. Yeah. Yeah, so I was actually impressed he won that he won that heat race last week without riding the mud. So yeah, but um, Garrett March Banks got absolutely robbed last night. I'll stamp that he was the fastest guy pretty much all night. But and um, I did send you a video of him chirping it up with uh, whoever got in his way. I, I think saw it was Josh Freeze. Yeah, no, I somebody said it was like. Jorgensen or something, whoever it was, I have a video of him. The only other kid on the track that's just as big as Garrett Marchbanks. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but I, I saw him pull over. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get this camera ready and film this. This is going to be good. <laughs> awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, buddy. Well, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Guys. Yeah, no problem, man. We'll uh, we'll definitely have you back on at some point here. Or hopefully, we'll, uh, yep. hopefully we'll see you at one of the outdoors this summer. Yep, hopefully. So. Paula? <laughs> You're funny. We ain't going to California. You're man. funny. I, I don't know if you watched the live qualifying show I did yesterday. I went on a five-minute rant about how I would not go back to fucking California at this point. Oh, my God. Isn't it supposed to be, like, the sunniest place in the world, yet it's been raining for two straight weeks? Yeah. Here? No, Colorado's pretty much taken that over. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, man. All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you later, bud. Bye-bye. All right, bye. -bye. All right, Isaac Gonzalez, everybody, our West Coast contributor there in San Diego last night. So, <sighs> all right, man, let's get popping off at this here. Awesome. So let's start off with our 450 race recap brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks. Always well hung, just like Justin Barsha or Jason Anderson. Or, I mean, Cole's not here to weigh in. I don't know. I'm not really good at measuring, you know, dick sizes in pants like he is. So maybe Jet, not sure. I mean, we could tell. Uh, you know, what he's got there with those pants. Like I said, if they come out with them, I'm going to have to get a pair because it make it look huge, but whatever. 
Anyway, gutter works. Make sure to check them out. Link in the description down below. Southwest Michigan area. You need some gutters, some exterior modifications on your home. Uh, they can help you out. So, all right. Aaron Plessinger finally gets one. Look, man, the Moto Gods owed him one after Detroit last year. Yep. They really did. They really did. Yep. And, I mean, this is kind of poetic justice because we all kind of thought he might do this last week. And then last week was just, I don't know what happened. Yeah. It was just fifth place. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, great. Yeah, I mean, this is... Here's the thing, man. He's he's kind of the guy we expect to do shit like the, this the in the fir- mud. The first, the, the first one's always the hardest. And once you get the first one, it makes it a whole lot easier because obviously at that point, it's a mental thing. It's not yeah. a talent thing. We all know the AP is super talented on a dirt bike. Yeah. We all kind of thought this is... We actually, a lot of us thought he would have already had one way back after 2018 when he won outdoors and supercross on the 250. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not definitely saying that all of a sudden he's going to win the title and he's going to go on this huge streak of winning six, seven in a row. But I'm here to say, man, he's one of those guys that has the talent. He's been doing this long enough. He's got some veteran savvy. He's obviously clicking and gelling with that bike. He loves the team. He's at a point in his career where I think he realizes that, like, hey, man, I need to. You know, not to make a cowboy reference, but grab the bull by the horns and get shit done at this point. Cause, you know, he's he's not old by any means, but he's definitely been doing this a long time. Yeah. So he only has so many years left. Um, and we all kind of talk about like what role he's going to go into when he's done. He's going to go to the GNCC side, but I don't know, man. Like he could be one of those guys that now that he's got the confidence that hey, man, I can do this. It doesn't matter if it's mud, dry, or whatever. You know, because he's led mains before Detroit last year. That was his. He was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, he could mix it up, man. He could really mix it up. Look, I've kind of stated here for the last couple of weeks because he got a fifth place and a fifth place. And I and I said to Cole last week, I was like, look, man, he's going to be one of those guys. If he continues like this, he's going to do fifth, 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 third, fourth, fifth, fifth. Obviously a win now, whatever. And you're going to get to the end of the season. It's going to be like Mookie. All of a sudden you're going to be like, holy shit. Like, I didn't really see him all season. But bam. He's like third in points, you know, like that's what's going to happen because there's going to be the top two guys who are going to really battle it out. And then he's just going to be lurking there at the at the rate he's riding right now. And I still stand by my comment. And I'll say this as we go through the bigger the the names as we go through it. I wish I was as confident as you and obviously as Isaac. I don't believe any of these dudes right now have really cemented in my mind that and I know it's mud race. The shit happens. Last night was not was two weeks ago was more of a traditional mud race like mm-hmm. when you think of mud you just think of deep mud which actually it's easier to ride in the deep shit than it is the greasy stuff yeah um whereas last night was more that borderline by the end of the main where it was just like riding on a skate rink um yeah. but still it's part of riding dirt bikes man get over it uh i don't know man like he could just be one of those things where like he could surprise and just pull win off you know in the mm-hmm. middle of the season and we're like well you know he got the first one so now the mental which we all know with these guys they're you know, mental freaks that it's it's always it's always getting over that hump. It's never the talent thing. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. He's definitely not a title favorite, but once again, he's got the red plate. I think he's going to lurk. Like I said, I think he's going to lurk, and you're going to get done with the season, and it's going to be much like a Mookie. Like, oh, he's third place. 
you know, and it's just to be like, huh, how'd that happen? Then you go through and you're like, oh, well, five, 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 four, five, five, four, four, five, five, three, one, three, one, three, five, five. You know, like, it's going to be like, what the fuck? And okay. the crazy thing is, is that he's he better outdoors than he is in Supercross. Yeah. So if he keeps this rolling all the way into outdoors, like, you know, and now you're looking at a guy that is not going to be battling for the championship. But now, once again, you're looking at a dude that's like, okay, well, maybe he could get second, you know, second, third in the points or whatever. But I'll be honest. Do I see him winning another one? No, I don't. I mean, I didn't see him winning this one. Everybody talks about him in the mud, but and last, somebody po- week, last week didn't go well. Some yeah, somebody pointed this out. He has like two mud race wins in his entire yeah. career, and they were both on two fifties. So everybody thinks of him because he's a GNCC guy and he's from Ohio, and mm-hmm. he states how much he loves riding the mud. But he doesn't really win in the mud. It's kind of the yeah. same thing with Barsha up until last year in East Rutherford. Like they like riding in the mud. But it's not like they dominate every time there's a mud race. They're like, there's a lot of races where Barsha just didn't show up at mud races. So yeah. You could say that, and I couldn't argue with you with facts, but I didn't see him winning last night either. Like, everybody no. keeps talking about this, and I was like, yeah, okay. So, I don't know. I mean, is the likelihood of him winning another one? No, probably not, but... Low. He's got the first one out of the way, man. He's got the first one out he of does. the way. He does. And uh, he's got it, and he's got a, a nice little cushion already going into next weekend mm-hmm. as far as points over third place and beyond. Yeah. You know, Chase is only one point down, but... Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, second place, Cooper Webb there. Um, only guy with two podiums through the three rounds and rode really well last night. Um, well, Chase has got two podiums. A1, remember? Coop went down. Oh, yeah, I guess so. 3-1. Hmm. Anyway. Um, sorry, my facts were off there. Anyway, uh, but two podiums here um, in a row and... Man, I don't know. What do you what do you think of the Sexton thing? Do you think he did it on purpose? Can I say that it's half and half? If that makes any sense? I don't think he blatantly was like, oh my God. I'm he, sped, gonna, he sped up. He did, but I also think that with the craziness and Chase just trying to move forward and yeah. not hit the ground, it's not like that was front of brain for him that oh I'm gonna I'm gonna hold up Coop. So my teammate AP can get a dub. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll go with you if I think it was 50-50 because Tone, he, like, even in the press conference, Webb made the comment, too, of, like, I was racing my teammate while we were lapping him and I didn't understand it type thing. Um, so I think there was a lot between those two. Now, here's what I'm going to say. <clears throat> Let me just... <clears throat> Anybody who talked shit last week on Jet getting lap, go fuck yourselves. All of you can go fuck yourselves eight times and twice on Sunday, all right? Because guess what now? Eli Tomac and Chase Sexton have also been fucking lapped. Can I ask you the question, though? And I, the whole lapping thing, it is what it is, dude. It's a mud race. Do you believe, though, had Chase and Eli not went down on the first lap? And what? Eli went down on the... No, it was first lap. Both for all, both of them. Do you think they would have been in that position, though, where they both got lapped? I mean... Okay, so here's I mean, you, so don't here's know, the thing. you don't know. Without, you don't without know. getting too upset or trying to sound like too much of a Jet homer, if Jet doesn't blow that first turn last week trying to get the whole shot in the heat race, is Jet's whole weekend different? No. I, dude, he made way too many mistakes to believe that okay, he was going to cool. win last Okay, cool. So if weekend. he doesn't go down last week, you know, like the, three I still, times, then does he do get, better than ninth last week? I yeah, mean, probably. I mean, I don't we think can play if fans, what's our butts all day long. Okay, here's the point. Last week, those two got a start, they rode a clean race, and they fucking dominated, and Jet had a shit day and fucking got lapped. 
Yeah. Now we're complete opposite. Jet gets a start. Jet has a decent day. Those two have a shit start. Go mm-hmm. down. They get fucking lapped. Yeah. Okay, great, cool. So for all of you, now here's the thing. I I understand, and we have T-shirts coming for all of you who don't like Jetson. <laughs> we have a T-shirt idea. I haven't even told you about this yet. In fact, we have a T. We have a a, a Jetson and a Deegan T-shirt coming for all of us here because this is gonna be great. I'm excited. Uh, but. Uh, dude, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're, we're way off track on Webb here. Webb is definitely here to play for the title. But as Brayton said all day long in race day, Brayton had the same thing with race day live as Ricky had last week with the wheelbarrow thing, which was, I mean, it's a mutter. We don't, like, we're going to be three races in. We don't really know because we had a weird, uh, first round's always weird. Second round was a complete mud fest. Last night was slightly better, but still. And yeah, now we got a triple crown, which is the point I made on the reaction show last Mm -hmm. night. Like, we're going to go into round five at Detroit, have no idea what the West Coast guys are like because obviously they've had to do this, but now they're going to be off. We have three different different winners and three different rounds. Yeah, and in the 450 class... We also aren't going to have a fucking clue. I'll be honest with you. I don't think we're going to have a clue until we come back from our two-week break and go to round seven in Arlington. Probably, yes. Because Detroit, who knows, depending on what the weather is going to be like, because it could be fucking hard-packed and, you know, how it's been the last couple years. Or it could be like Indy last year where it hits bottom and it's just a survival mode because the track broke down so much. And then we go into Glendale, which is the first time we've been there, I think, in in a long time where it's not been a triple crown. Yeah. And... Who knows, because that track always seems to be crazy mm-hmm. because of, obviously, the way the dirt, same thing as Detroit, the way the dirt breaks down. Yep. I don't really believe in either class. Well, obviously, that will be full East Coast. I don't think we're going to really know who's doing what until we go to round seven in Arlington, and these guys get, like, an actual break. Yeah. Which, why I stand by the point of, I don't think any of these dudes, at least in the 450 class, can go, yeah, I'm super confident that I know actually where I stand right now. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I don't know. As far as Coop goes, I stand by my comment that I made after A1. He's the one guy that I look at that if you go to round 10 or 11 and he's within touching distance of the points, you're like, ah, shit. Yeah. But as far as him at this point, I don't. we don't know. We mm-hmm. don't really know. I, I, I mean, is it more likely that the first round up until he hit the deck on the hip jump is, is where he's at? Yeah, for sure. But you don't know. Maybe, but again here, and this is what everybody's been talking about all week, Eli and them said they made major work on the bike between A1 and San Francisco. And let's be real, we but, know that Eli, as far as West Coast races yeah. go, he does not care about the beginning of yeah, the series. Yeah, but obviously that didn't work out because um, we've had two mud races now. Yeah. Coop, same, or not Coop, I'm sorry. Uh, Chase, same thing. They've made apparently strides on the bike from since the first round. But again, we haven't seen those strides, so like they can feel good at the test track, which is what they felt coming in, and it didn't go well. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. It's... This is interesting for us, but it's also at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God. Then also, Can we just too, have a few, you, you, few you look, regular yeah. rounds here? You look at A1, and you look how good Anderson rode, and then you look at the last two weeks. Now, obviously, last night was better than two weeks ago. Yeah. But, I mean, dude, he struggled really bad at round two. Mm-hmm. And then last night, obviously, he was good. Yeah. And then he gets second at the first round. And so, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure, man. Uh, so, Barsha bounces back, gets a podium on third there. He could be dangerous late season because he's, he he's coming in not prepared. 
and he also was dealing with injuries. a virus. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, and whatever's going on there. Um, and he looks like death last week. Yeah, so he could he could be really dangerous when you get to the end of the season because he openly stated in the press conference last night he's kind of riding back into shape here. Well, I mean, dude, look at how he ended last year up until yeah. he hit the ground. Like he was solid. He yeah. was he's pretty much top five for how many rounds in a row to end yeah. the season before he went before he got hurt. Yeah, so he could be sneaky good late in the year here, which kind of is interesting because I feel like that could be a monkey wrench in a lot of title chase things. Um, anything else you want to talk about with him? Uh, I don't no, whole, I, I don't have a whole lot. No, I pretty much agree with that statement because of the fact that, once again, he's not 100% right now. And yeah. he last week was dealing with some type of virus where yeah. he did look like death. Yeah. So, like, I gave him mad credit for even riding because, you know, he could have just said, yeah, I'm not feeling it today. Um, so you don't know. And, and, you know, if you go off the way last year ended before he got hurt, mm-hmm. there's no reason not to believe that he can't replicate that when he gets to be 100%. Yeah. Um, all right. So Jet is fourth. Mm-hmm. He rode really well last night, I felt, because he did not get a great start. No, he didn't get Any a great start. Any one of them. He didn't get a great start in the heat. He didn't get a great start in the main. No. Uh, now, let me say this here. In that, in that 450 heat there, so he skims the whoops. And I have here in big capital letters. That was fucking crazy. He did get a he did get a little help in the fact though that everybody on the inside literally played follow the leader and yeah. they all bunched up and he had a clear track to just bang through them. Yeah. So obviously, you know, you gotta commit to it and you know you gotta know how to stay on top. So I'm not taking credit away from him. He did that and I went, whoa. Then he came around the second lap and did again and I went whoa and they came around the third lap and crashed and i went you should have stopped it too asshole and then you and then the thing is is if you look at and and, and you look at eli and you just go eli's just working his way through this qual this yep. race and doesn't need to win and and it's an experience thing man this is the difference with supercross and outdoors like jet eli had that vrm baby jet is still realizing what it's like to be a guy that's going to be there week in and week out as far as supercross yeah supercross is concerned that there's some times where you just don't really need to win the heat race, man. You don't need to win the heat race, and it, you know you just keep building towards the main, and you know you you start searching for lines that are going to work at the end of the main. And yeah, I mean that heat race was just uh, that was I'm not going to say rookie because he's not a rookie. He's a rookie in 450 Supercross, but he's not a rookie as 450 is concerned. Yeah, it's just you got to ride with your head a little bit more than your it's talent. A kid mistake yeah. is what it is. So yeah, no when when it worked the first two laps and you pulled a three second gap. That is when you go, okay, cool. Now I just need to do the safe stuff here like everybody else is doing. I'll be fine, which he would have been. But he didn't. He kept trying to play that game. He rolled the dice, and guess what? Dice jumped up, bit him in the ass. Which so, is going to happen a lot more on the 450 than it is on the 250. Yeah, but as far as the rest of it, what did you think of that press day crash he had? I just don't think he had the traction, plain and simple. You think that's what it was? Was he spun going up that face yeah. there? I mean, I don't think it was like a blatant spin, but the thing, though, too, that just you didn't have a huge transition and there was no real face. And it was dry as shit, so like there was no traction. So I've, I've watched several videos, not only of that, but of other guys jumping that. I think that jump was trickier than anticipated because there were a lot of guys that I saw clank it. Yeah. There were a lot of guys. There were a couple I saw overshoot. Eli overshoot, overshot the shit out of it in press day. I'm dumbfounded with what Jet did because it was so. I mean, it was like me trying to jump it. It was so short. And this is the well, and everybody said, and this is once again, and I, and I don't mean to harp on this, but this is a, and it's a learning thing. Everybody goes through it. Obviously, Stu went through it. Ricky went through yeah. it. You know, the only person that I can't really think of that didn't go through it a lot was RV. Uh, granted, he got hurt, but he didn't really make a lot of these mistakes, but he didn't really throughout his career, is I'm going, okay, I understand sizing up sections, 
Like yeah. you have an idea that it's going to rain. So that section is probably not going to be a viable option through the weekend. W- what's the point of going table over to? And I get yeah. it. It's Jet. He thinks that he's invincible at this point. But this is what I keep saying with him. He's only going to get so many more of these before it actually comes. Because let's be real. Other than his rookie year, Jet has been, I don't want to say lucky, because it also goes into his training and his body being strong enough and yeah. flexible to not get hurt. He's only going to have so many more of these before he actually gets bit. Yeah. And I just don't want to see the kid get bit on doing something that was just unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, here. It's like, if the, I it's like the five that, out at A1 going yeah. into the rhythm section. Like, why, dude? I get why you're doing that. But he had to look at that and go, yeah, this is probably not a line that's going to like, I'm going to do it every lap. And let's be real. It probably was never actually going to be doable in the race anyway. Yeah. I mean, so. Here's my thing. If I wouldn't have seen so many other people do it, I'd probably be a lot more on board with you with like, dude, like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, why do this? But how many times did they actually do it consistently, though? I, I So I don't know. I Like, I, I can obviously I'm not there. I can only see the videos that people post. But I do know that there was a substantial amount of other dudes that were also doing yeah. that. So, like, it's it's not like it was wild and crazy. It's not like the five. Like, he was the only one that I think did the five. Maybe there was one or two other guys that even tried it. But he was the only one that even tried that or sized it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you just got to be smarter than that. And, again, what the fuck happened? Because you weren't – you didn't clank it. <laughs> you nosed into the fucking, like, up ramp of that – of yeah. that fourth jump there. So I don't know. I just, I keep looking at some of this stuff and he's only got so many more of these before yeah. he's not going to be able to just get away with it. Yeah. And it would be a real bummer for him to get hurt on doing something that was totally unnecessary. Yeah. But back to the race with him too. Um, I thought this was a good bounce back ride after yeah. last week. Uh, he was moving forward. He was on it. He, he was moving forward and he wasn't moving forward. Because if you look at his lap times, as far as the top three goes, yeah, he wasn't making up time on them. Was that when he was following? No, Ando that was closing on to Anderson. He okay. literally, if you looked at it, he stayed yeah. within a twenty-one to twenty-four second gap mm-hmm. almost the whole entire time. And then when he got into a JA, like it went back to thirty. Yeah, because obviously those two are screwing around with each other. But yeah, because I was looking at that because I was like, yeah, there's he's not he, the farthest he's going to go is fourth. But I would be, I was curious. I'm like. Well, now he's got a little bit of a clear track. He's coming up on Ando. Like, where's he going to go? And then I was like, oh, can he drop a little bit? Because that'd be a good indicator. Oh, if he'd have got a start, maybe he'd have been up there, whatever. Yeah. And I'm looking and I'm going, yeah, he's not making up any time on those dudes. Now, I don't know <laughs> as far as the lap, like what his fastest lap was as opposed to them. I'm just looking yeah. consistently. And I think the most he ever got it down to at one point was 20. But then the next lap, it went up to 22.5. So he um, was not making up time on the leaders. Yeah. But he was making up time, so you're right. He obviously moved forward. He moved up forward a lot. But he wasn't making up time on the top three. What are your what are your thoughts on the Jason Anderson? Not not the post race stuff. Have you watched anything as far as like during the race here? No, man, it was dude, this is welcome to the four fifty class, man. Yeah. Like Jet's gonna realize this isn't outdoors where you can just blow by dudes. Like you have to be more crafty. And I think honestly a lot of that was him getting frustrated because, let's be real, Jet, his entire career outside of his rookie year, he's been able to used to close up on dudes and either he, they get all freaked out because it's Jet and they the, the moment overwhelms them, or he's used to just being able to square up underneath them, drive through the section, gap them, or rail around the outside or whatever. 
And that's just not going to work in the 450 class. Now, yes, is there going to be guys that you're just faster than? Okay, of course, yes. He's one of the most talented dudes in the class. And he's one of the fastest dudes. And he's still one of the title favorites. But Jason Anderson is a 450 champion in his own right. He's been doing this half of Jet's life. Because Jet's 20, right? Yeah. So Anderson has literally been a professional half of Jet's life. Mm -hmm. Anderson is a grown man. He knows how to race Supercross and use his IQ you're not just going to go around, dudes. And Jet's going to have to realize there's going to be times where he's going to get into it with Anderson or Barsha or Eli or some of these other dudes. And if you're just your speed is not good enough, where because they know how to play the game and run a wide bike and you know anticipate what you're going to do. Same thing with Coop. You're going to have to figure out other ways and search for lines and it not get frustrated. And I looked at that and I'm like, yeah, Jet's getting a little pissed off. He's getting frustrated. And then obviously that's when the gap started going back and back and back. And this is going to happen every time he races Anderson. Yeah. Like, whether Ando's pissed at him or not, which, let's be real, he probably is not happy with him. And I agree with your statement. Don't screw with Jason Anderson. Because you will put on the ground. Be- it's not the best move. Because he's the one guy next to Barsha that J- Anderson will put you on the ground. And the first time it happens will be the last time it happens. Any, Jet can't play that game with him. Any issue with the pass Jet made on him? I don't have an issue with any of that. Okay. No. I don't. I mean, I don't either. No. Did, do you think did Jet make contact with him? Did you look at it I close think enough? He, I think he bumped him, but as far as like contact, let's be real. This is the 450 class, so yeah. contact is like a an, a subjective. He didn't thing. saw off your front end. <laughs> yeah, but I think Jet is gonna, I, and maybe he now realizes this is gonna be a lot harder to work your way through the pack. Which why I keep saying, if Jet doesn't get a start, mm-hmm. he's not gonna blow through the pack on these. And guys let's anymore. face it, those Hondas did not get starts last night. No, they could not figure out traction on that grate with the amount of moisture and everything yeah. else. They spun everywhere. But I think this was a big learning experience for him. That it's not like the old days where if he gets a tenth place start, he's working his way towards the front. How do you feel about his public apology slash? Oh, I didn't see the apology. Grease in the palm of Ja. I didn't. I didn't see the apology. Uh, it was on his story, so it oh. was hey. Let my emotions get the best of me after. I'm paraphrasing here yeah, as yeah. best I can. For sure. Uh, I'm laying my emo- I let my emotions get the best of me after the race at AMA. I will be more than happy to pay his fine. It was my fault anyway. I initiated it, so please send the invoice to me. <laughs> and uh, and also you get uh or uh, how did he put it? it, it Ando, you get free uh uh lawrence zone passes for the rest of the year or something which i'm like funny i'm not really sure why he would want that i mean i'm like is it funny or did anderson really be like yo i want free lawrence zone passes because i'm gonna give people vip shit or whatever i don't know i think it's kind of like a barsha anderson thing of a couple years ago Oh yeah like i'll buy your merch but here's (laughs) the problem we all saw how that went later on as we got down the season yeah Mm mm-hmm I'm going to be honest, and this is just my – I've obviously, I've watched Jason Anderson for a long time. I was around him a little bit when he was an amateur um, for quite a few years. Anderson, honestly, behind the scenes, would probably tell Jet to take that apology and shove it up his ass. More than likely. Anderson yeah. doesn't care. He's a grown man with a kid, or with mm-hmm. a wife and kid. He's He looks at it as, yeah, man, I got buddies, but every time you beat me, you're taking money off my family's plate. Yeah. And not necessarily Jet, anybody. This is yeah. not just a shot of Jet. I don't think Anderson cares, and I just I'm, I'm looking at Jet and I'm going, man, that's not the dude you want to get into it with. And no. I understand you're young and you got the moment, got it the best of you at the time, and it's probably not going to happen again. But I think you're now on Anderson's radar. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, and we kind of saw this last night. So when Jet finally did go, okay, cool, I guess I'm going to have to make contact with him. Like I'm not going to be able to just square it up and go anywhere. And 
that could be track dependent. That could be just how fast J.A. is. We don't really know because it was a mud race, right? Yeah. Um, but we did see it once he decided, okay, cool, I guess I'm going to have to make some contact to make the pass. He went up, did the bump, and he was gone. For sure. So the thing is, is like, yeah, Anderson can fuck with him. Anderson can fuck with him when he's lapping him. Anderson can fuck with him if he's in front of him. But here's the thing. If Ando's not in front of him, which, again, we don't really know anything because we're three rounds in and we've had two mud races and a fucking A1. Um, if Ando can't get off the gate with him and stuff, like, there's nothing Anderson can do. And Anderson can only do so much when he's getting lapped before the AMA will step in because Jet's... This is going to sound bad. Jet's the golden child. But I think that has to do with the points leader, period. Like, they're not going to let anybody fuck with the points leader too bad. You know what I'm saying? Um, the problem, though, though, all it takes is one move, one takeout. Yeah. To be for you to get your points ruined. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. So, I don't know. I mean, Ando's definitely not the guy that you want to do that with. And I'm just we'll waiting. This, and I'm just we'll waiting for the, going forward. I'm waiting for the moment that he gets into a Barsha. It's gonna happen. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. There's, there's no way in my mind that he doesn't. He goes through the whole entire season with not having an, a moment with Barsha. Do you think though that maybe because of this moment here that we had with Anderson that we don't run into that issue because we get Dazzy in our ear being like, "You can't do dumb fucking shit like if this." If he idiot. wasn't twenty, one hundred percent. But we all remember what it was like to be 20 years old. Obviously, we don't know what it's like to be Jet at 20 years old. No, I don't. But we all were 20 years old. And let's be real. We all know what the testosterone was like at certain times. And it's kind of one of those. even higher when it's Prado's sister. You know what I'm saying, dog? Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Uh, But you know what I'm saying? Like, just we remember what it's like to be 20. And especially like Jet. Hey, man, I'm the big shit on the block. And I'm the big dog. I just would like to believe that even with having Dazzy and Mertz and Johnny O in his ear, hey, man, don't do something stupid. But that's easy to say before you get on track. Mm-hmm. It's another thing when you get on track and those voices aren't just in your ear anymore. Yeah. So hope it doesn't happen. I hope we don't get a, I hope his season doesn't get ruined by some dumb shit like that. But we've seen enough over the years that anytime Anderson and Barsha are involved. Mm-hmm. And once again, he still has yet to have a, a, a weekend. Now, granted, this guy's not going to take him out. Where him and Coop play the back and forth game. This is also true, man. So there's just there's a lot of things that if I'm with Jet and I'm going, yeah, man, like I just need to take a beat some of these times. He needs to realize that he's gonna have to be smarter with some of his passes. And then there's other guys where he just doesn't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. You know. And again, this all could have been avoided too, Eddie. Not stop. I mean, I give the kid credit though. Big fucking balls last night because. Dude, he finger wagged him <laughs> over like like when I saw that other angle, and I know some of you guys have jumped on my ass about my reaction video because you were like, "Oh, well, Jet grabbed his helmet first and stuff." And yes, yes, he did. Like, I, I also have now watched multiple angles and multiple views and all that stuff. And man, I gotta tell you though, watching this twenty year old kid to this savvy veteran finger wag him over, <laughs> like, "Hey, get over here!" And, and then, then, like I said, after it happened, he realizes that this isn't the two fifty class anymore, man. Now, here, here's the thing. I here's the thing. I wish though. Fuck, dude, don't do the apology. Yeah, it's kind of like what we go about the owning shit, owning it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do the apology. Be like, like, put it out publicly of like your thoughts on the situation, but don't do the apology. It's kind of like last year to end after Be Chicagoland. Sean Strickland. We're not going to get into fighting. Oh, we are. I have it in my notes. We're uh, going to talk about this. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's just. But just, yeah, but just, just fucking own it. Just be like, dude, Ando was, because a lot of people are saying in the comments, and again, this is where I ask if you really paid too close attention to it, 
that he was brake checking him and cross jumping him. And again, I haven't gone back and watched it a second time here. I've been busy today. Um, so I don't really know per se. I mean, I guess if that's happening, okay, I can see. But outside of that, I was like, I don't, I don't understand I what you're it. upset about. I didn't see it, but here's the thing. I don't like it because we obviously went over this last year at Thunder Valley with Deegan. Yeah. Not a fan of it. No. I've I had it happen to me quite a bit back in the day. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But it's Jason Anderson. So it's like you need to realize who yeah. you're racing. Yep. So, but yeah, the whole finger wagging thing, I could have told him, yeah, don't do that with Anderson, man. Because that all seemed cool. But then the moment that Anderson grabbed a hold of his helmet and he's literally yanking that kid's neck down, I think Jet had a realization, I'm not dealing with children anymore. I'm dealing mm-hmm. with grown men with families that have been doing this for a long time. This is not going to end well for me. Because God forbid, God, it's not going to happen, but God forbid he does that to somebody that doesn't care about knocking him on his ass. I wish we would have seen a Ron Kata fucking... No, those kids can't fight their way ben, to the paper Villeman bag. fucking reincarnation. No. Oh, my God. Be no, because those two are small compared to Villeman and Ron Kata. But anyways, All right, let's good bounce on. back for Jet. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're four points out, so like we're still in this. So. Yeah, of course. I just... I do, Honestly, I still just don't know <laughs> Dude, where Dude, I got a little worried last week. You know, we got, we got ninth, and I was like, ooh, that's I bad. still don't know where he stands, though, man. That's no. the crazy thing is. Like I said, we need to get a few dry ones here. Um, All right, so Ando fifth... Okay, ninth yeah. place in points. Like Salvage the thing, it. the thing is, is, like he's ninth in points. I don't know how many down he is, to be honest with you, but it's, but it's not out of range at this. Isn't point. there like four dudes that are all like ten and eleven points? Uh, it's like yeah. Eli, so Ando, Roxon, uh, Ando, Webb, and Ferrandis are all oh, eleven Dylan. points yeah. down in third. Oh, I'm sorry, Kenny had a really bad night last yes. night, so he would have been in that to begin. Now he's not. Yes, um, Dylan's another one, sneaky good, sixth sneaky, place sneaky, there, sneaky. just like top five and top five and top five and. This feels different too, man. This feels different than just, years past. He likes that Honda. I know he, he likes does. that Honda. Well, it's a Honda. Well, it's a, please, of course, he's please. Gonna- Please make it to outdoors. Just get to outdoors. <laughs> just make it to outdoors, man. That's the only thing I like. If when I see him at the races, I'm just gonna be like, bro, please just don't hit the deck and die in Supercross so you can make it to outdoors because you and outdoors on this Honda is gonna be awesome. Yeah, we could have a Honda one two map. Podium. Yeah, I don't know about Hunter three, but a Honda one two. Podium, baby. Podium. Hunter can get that. He's not beating Sexton. Okay. Yeah, there's no part of me that believes he can beat Sexton outdoors. Sorry. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, speaking of Hunter, seventh. Okay. He's just... I don't, any, I don't any issue with him being in A practice last week? Because this was a big debacle. Because he didn't qualify in A1, so he should have nah. technically been in B practice. Technically, but... Dude, there have been guys that shouldn't have been in A group, and they were or B guys that were in A group, and... I don't know. It is what it is, dude. He's one. He's he's one of the twenty-two best on the line. It is what it is. Like I don't care. And obviously, there's favoritism there. I don't care. Anybody that says there's not, there is. It, whatever. Look, here's the thing with it. Okay, back in back in the day when Stu made his forfeit or his, his premier class, whatever you want to call it, debut, they also put him in B group for the first session and immediately took him out because it was a fucking danger to the rest of the B group guys because he was so much faster. There, there's a point where you just if if. As a fan, if you're latching onto that to be upset about, yeah, you really, you really, the Lawrence brothers get special treatment, all right? You really need to look at yourself in the mirror and go, oh, whatever. Look, if y'all don't want the Lawrence brothers to have special treatment, then somebody's got to beat them. And they actually are beating and them. And they now. are beating them, which is fine. The problem's going to be is that if Jet wins this title, it doesn't matter if he only wins five races this year and wins this title. They're still going to keep 
continuing to do what they're but doing. But hey, here's here's the thing though. Dazzy went on that ran after A1 and he was totally right. They're beating him. So here's the thing. And neither of them are the points later. Great. So hey man, they're doing what they're doing. So I, I don't see Jeff no, Hunter not, out there like being like, Yeah, we're the fucking men. No, no, now. that's not what I'm saying. I'm not arguing yeah. with you. I'm they're beating yeah, him. So I, yeah. like everybody's like, Hey, Dazzy's like, if you want to be better than us, beat us. Here's the real problem, okay? Me me and Cole talked about this last week. I'd be interested to get your take on it. Okay, we want to transcend the sport, right? Because mm-hmm. we want to grow the sport. Yeah. So who do you get to transcend the sport? Eli Tomac hiding out in the woods isn't transcending the sport. Who's no. going to transcend the sport? Uh, Jet Lawrence, Hunter Lawrence, and Hayden Deegan. Yep. So guess who's going to get shoved down your throat by the promoter, which is what's happening? Jet, Hunter, and Deegan. What, okay? do, you think happens, what do you think happens, though? And I guess this is, a, this is a huge hypothetical. What do you think happens to that momentum, though? And this is not me believing. This is just me asking the question. That if H- Hunter's not going to win the Supercross title. Uh, if Jet no. doesn't, if Jet doesn't win the the four fifty Supercross title, and Hayden doesn't win a title this year, does do you think any of that momentum stops? Now, obviously, Jet could go outdoors and go twenty twenty two and zero again, but like as far as Supercross think, is concerned, I don't think the Jet train slows down here unless not he's even just a co- little bit, unless he's completely out of it. But if he's battling down to the last couple of rounds here. Nah, they're going to keep doing the same. Do you think some of it tones same. down, though, a little bit? No. Because nah. it's, it's hard to shove a guy down your throat that he's going to win the title when he doesn't it's win. It's coming from the top, okay? Oh, yeah. The so dip, until yeah. it gets the... Like, he would have to either be hurt and not here, or he's going to have to be, like, fifth place and beyond. But the fact that he's, like, through three rounds, he's had ups and downs, yeah. he's four points out, no way. What about Deegan, though? We're going to keep getting that. What about Deegan, if he doesn't win a title this year? And all you fans, I'm not saying he's oh, not going to win boy. a title. Here we go. No, I'm asking the question. If I he know. doesn't win a title, do you think some of that momentum stops? Because I'm just now saying, oh, boy, here we go, because oh. I know I know what the comments that are yeah. coming from this Yeah, alone. because they're not going to listen to my words that are coming out of my mouth, and I'm saying, I'm asking the question, what if he doesn't win the title? Or a title? Well, then you know it's because he had the wrist injury in the uh, offseason here. Okay. And- <laughs> no, I was just, I just wanted your take on that, like, because you're right. We need Those are the three that are going to transcend the sport at this point. And so you're going to have to deal with a yeah. lot of them. So everybody who's complaining and bitching and all that stuff about them, like, dude, it, okay, fine. Then you don't want the sport to grow. That's okay. That's that's on you, dude. That's your problem. I want the sport to grow. So whether I love them or hate them, which, again, I'm not really, like, a huge Deegan fan, but, like, I like the fact that he can transcend the I sport like here. Yeah, and I like Brian. Like, okay, cool, great. Shove him down everybody's throat. That's fine. Whatever. He sells tickets. I will have – I would love to see – fucking 10,000 13-year-old girls who have never fucking been to a Supercross race show up with their dads at the Supercross race because they want to see Hayden Deegan. That's fine. Let's sell 10,000 extra tickets like that to people who haven't before. Let's sell 10,000 fucking jerseys. Let's sell 10,000 more Deegan. Let's sell all of it. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Let's have them watch. Let's have those 10,000 girls watch this show and tell me that I'm an idiot because... I'm not a Hayden Deegan person. Let's do it. That's fine. Rising tide raises all boats. I'm in it. Yep. No, I agree. I agree with all that. Okay, we're way off the rails here. Whatever. Back at it. Sexton, eighth place. Got lapped! I'm actually... Wait, did we go... Did we jump around there for a second? No. Hunter was seven. Dylan was six. Hunter was seven. Uh, Chase is eight. I'm actually very proud of Chase because... He didn't quit? Exactly. Because in years past, he could have just shut his brain off 
and like I'm gonna try to pull the trigger at Sexton down, Sexton down again. <laughs> yeah, and fucking lost the front ten different times, and now all of a sudden he's 18th, and he's instead of one point out of first, he's 15. I am very proud of Chase. Uh, Played the a, teammate game. Yeah, not, pulled some blocking for not AP. A, there. Not a Chase Homer all of a sudden, but I'm actually I am very proud of him because when he went down on that first lap, I'm thinking, oh boy, here here's where it happens. Here's where Chase blows it. I know it's round three, but now all of a sudden Chase goes for me in the points leader. He crashes five times because he shuts his brain off and just doesn't. You know, I made that same comment together. during the live show that he was going to fucking just continue to yard and, dart himself and here. here's the thing. He's second in points, and he's one point down. Yep. So I am very proud of Chase Sexton. Very, was, very proud of him. That was a good ride to salvage things. I'll tell you what. I didn't think he was going to get up here. No. In the top 10. No, I'll be honest with you. I was looking at it, and I'm going, I'm looking at the clock, and I'm going, man, he's like 12, 13, like seven, eight minutes to go. And then he's just picking dudes off, and I'm well, like, all right, man. Because honestly, what I thought with the way he was riding, because we could see him kind of moving through, and yeah. I'm like, he's he's pushing, he's rushing, he's going to go down again. Like, yeah. this track doesn't allow you to do that. And he pulled it off somehow, so good job on him to get hey, eight. Hey, just, it might be a different year for him, man. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, another guy who had a really good night there for salvaging stuff, Eli Tomac, ninth. Same thing, man. And we've said this before, and we watched it enough. Eli, the first, uh, the first half of the season, first first three rounds, does nine to nine. Yeah, he he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care, man. He doesn't care. He's building himself back into shape. Uh, Almost could, raced himself back out from being a lap down. Yeah, you can which tell. Is weird. You can tell that uh, he still doesn't look a hundred percent comfortable. And once again, these are mud races. Doesn't look one hundred percent comfortable trying to up his pace. Mm-hmm. I, if I were to guess, he's probably riding at about 80% right now. Says everything's fine. He said he was a little nervous. And Everybody he, says that, man. But everything's fine. I don't Everything's fine. Justin, hey, hey, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm only repeat. I'm a vessel. I'm mm. just repeating the words that came out of Tomac's mouth. Everything's fine. Okay. All right. Cool. It's cool. cool. Everything's fine. We're on, we're on, we're on to A2. Uh, Dino, Diener the wiener, 10th. Okay. Good. Had to go good, through the LCQ. Good finish for Dino. Yeah, I don't know. He won the retro look this week. Did you see him walking yeah. in? Jean shorts, smoke of the ciggy. Ugh, awesome. Had a rock star can in his hand. Rock star can, just great. Um, Prado 11th. He's in for round four. Yeah, Did you hear you that Yeah, you want to know why? Uh, you want to know why? Because he wants to tick all the no. boxes before he goes back. No, that is not why. Okay. Oh, we're, we're gonna do. You want to? You want to do a little uh, down to the right for here for a moment? You sure. You haven't heard. Is this, this a TLR tinfoil hat? No, this is not. Well, I mean, it's not a tinfoil hat. It's pretty much factual, but it's very interesting. Uh, first round's getting canceled of GPS. Really? Yeah. You want to know why? Why? Because the Argentinian government is not gonna pay for it. <sighs> Surprise. Yep. That doesn't surprise me at all because that guy's awesome down there. The Argentinian government the- is not gonna pay for it, and it's a very it's a big bummer. <laughs> Because of the fact that I don't know if you, I think it's I think it's pronounced a Guidia. There's gonna be probably somebody in the comments is gonna flame me for that. Uh, is actually one of the most scenic tracks that the GPs actually the world has because hmm. it literally goes up and through the mountains and stuff. <laughs> um, okay. But that race, surprisingly enough, the Argentinian people love that race. They've actually last year they're such big superstars when they go down there. There was talks of like especially like Prado and all the you know. Some of the local, I don't want to call them privateers, dude, they couldn't even get through the streets because there were people bum-rushing them, 
like they were movie stars. Huh. So the fans down there are Didn't very passionate, kind of like they are with football. Football. But uh, yeah, apparently it's uh, not in the Argentinian government's budget this year. Well, and now that new Argentinian president yeah. is a fucking awesome guy. <laughs> and now it sounds like there's actually uh, talks of some of these other tracks that we're going to. Like, you know, there's we're going to China, and I'm going to hold my breath on that one. Um, going to literally go to Japan, to China. Mm. Once again, uh, we'll, we'll see when we get to that point. Hold my breath. I'd probably die. Um, yeah, some of these governments are going to stop paying for these because they just it's not in their budgets anymore. Like these smaller countries. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, that's why Prado's in. Because he made the statement, I think this came out... Monday or Tuesday, and he got word that uh, if it was a uh, if it was going to get canceled, that he was not going to go. But here's the thing: lucky for him, the first round now is in Lugo, Spain, in his hometown. So the Sick. first round is now going to be in his home country, not that far. I'm pretty sure from where he grew up. I might be wrong on that, but a lot of people were. Everything I've seen, it's not that far from where he grew up. So now we're gonna. He's going to go race Supercross, and then he's going to go get ready, and the first GP is going to be literally right in his backyard. God, any chance I'm going to get to see him at Detroit? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. He's got to go He's got to go back at some point. But, uh, I mean, yeah. he's riding. It's fine. But, yeah, uh, no, it's because the first GP is getting canceled. Interesting. Yeah, very, very interesting, right? Breaking news. Prado in for round four. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean... Hey man, he's he's ticking the boxes. He's putting in laps. He's not lawn darted himself into the ground yet. Um, he's just kind of there. Testing. He's testing. He's testing. Well, I mean, he's testing for next and year because he's gonna coming over. It's going to be dangerous next year. He's going to be. I think it's still going to take him a little bit as far as getting Supercross dialed in. But twenty twenty five outdoors next season over here. He's going to be a late season Supercross guy next year, and then yeah, and then outdoors. Oh, dude, I am Good so luck. looking forward to the Prado Jet Lawrence. Actually, I don't know. Do you think it's going to be as good outdoors because he can't run the GP bike? Uh, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. I'm gonna hold my I'm gonna hold my opinion on Prado that is kind of like Jet. He's too talented not to make the bike work. Uh, I think he's actually going to be more happy with the engine package Since than he is. A smoke show. Well, anyways. Uh, yeah, super looking forward to the Jet Prado Jet Lawrence battles we're about to have in 2025. Because holy crap, God, they're going to be good. It's going to suck for everyone else involved. I think he's. I think it's. I mean, it's going to be really good, but he might be in trouble because. Uh, I don't think, I think so, man. I think he pissed off Jet when he made those comments on Gypsy Tales about how he was overrated. Here's a problem. You're talking about a guy there. that gets just as good a start as you do, though. I know. We'll see. Like, we'll see. I uh, mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, so of course, Jet could go out and just I'm beat him. I'll tell you what. I'm here for it. Dude. Oh, I'm here for it, too. I'm here for it. And then as I'm looking forward when Hurlings comes over. Oh, you mean in 26 when he comes over and rides that Starbike? Not on a Starbike, but yeah, 26. <laughs> He's coming on a Starbike, dude. Oh, man. I've been arguing with people in the comments just like you all day long. He would never leave KTM. Have you listened to Jace's podcast? He's not happy It's with a very KTM. weird thing to think about that in 2026 in the 450 class, there's a real possibility that it's going to be... And outdoors. <laughs> and out, and, and, well, and, and super... Well, yeah, outdoors, but yeah. Uh, Jet Lawrence, Jorge Prado, Jeffrey Hurlings, and possibly Tom Vial. Mm-hmm. And then you have Hunter Lawrence... Yeah, that's weird. 
It's going to be awesome. That could be like the top five in the 450 class and not a damn American to be seen. I'm so pumped. <laughs> I'm so excited. Every American is going to go to the race and go, I want Ricky Carver. <laughs> you want to know what else I'm excited about? Camping at Redbud this year. I oh, am, yeah, man. It's going to be a good time. Dude, it's so good. It's going to be a good time. So good. I'm so excited. I, was I actually, to- I'm actually kind of. Wow, we're getting way off track, but this we is what are, we do on fine, this show. Whatever. Fuck I it. am actually more excited for the national this year than I have in a long time because it's like, dude, we can just chill out the whole time. Dude. We don't have to worry about rushing, getting up at like five in the morning, bro. Can we go? Since this is okay. Oh, here we go. Oh, okay. Here we go. Since this is our, or well, I guess my ten year anniversary going to Redbud here. Yeah, this is my thirty something. Can we do can we do a full blown retro get up for amateur day? Like you wear like the clear Oakley glasses. We get you a fanny to take me to the line. Like Wait, are you racing? Probably. Ah, okay. Unless I get hurt. Which we're hoping doesn't happen. Can I just get some really bright pink shorts? Yes. Because now, because now, because now I have like no problem wearing that kind of stuff. I might just get some really bright pink shorts. Dude, can we get you a fanny in the clear fucking Oakleys and like, and like you can take me to the line, you know, and like I'll get all retro kitted out. And I'm not wearing like cowboy boots or any of that shit. I didn't want that. No, nobody nobody wants to see that. I'm doing it. But yeah, I will, I will but like wear the take, bro- yeah. take me to the line there for D class. Like that'll be sick. I will wear it. This will, will be. Aw- this is gonna be awesome. I I will definitely wear it because the, honestly, the, the I don't- content's coming, people. Because yes, because this is for anyone who who doesn't know here. And yes, yeah, sorry, we are a little bit off track here. Uh, this is going to be my tenth year going to Redbud. I started in 2014 was my first national, mm-hmm. um, and I've gone every year since then. Uh, including both the COVID races in the fall there. And so me and Justin have decided since it's been several years since we've camped and it's been 10 years since I've started going, uh, we're going to rent a big RV, whether it's Class C, Class A, whatever, um, tow the trailer down there. I'm going to race as much as I can over the weekend. We're going to hang out all weekend. Um Man, maybe we'll take the maybe we'll take the old Starlink, do some fucking live streaming from down there. Dude, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm yeah, so we're excited because we haven't we haven't camped. We've been driving back and forth to Redbud, so this is gonna be cool. This is gonna be cool. I'm looking forward to that. All right, let's get back. All right, to the back to it. Um, okay, so yeah, so Prado 11th. Kenny had, dude, I thought Kenny was gonna win. He gets 12th last night. I called it in the qualifying show. I called it at the beginning of the 450 main and the live show I was doing there. I thought Kenny had this, dude. This was Kenny's race to lose, and he was really wishing we he had lost that starter. It. He was really wishing he had that starter when he went down. They're working on it. They're yeah, working I know, on I it. Know, I know. So, um, but- no, man, Kenny just—that's—it's been a while since we've seen him toss one away with the lead. Um, Kenny doing Kenny things, man. I've said this for the last two years. Kenny, at this point, anything he does doesn't really surprise me anymore because he's—we've uh, seen. If you really think about it, we've almost seen every version of Kenny at this point in his career. The guy that's struggled with confidence, struggled to stay healthy. The guy that rips a start, gaps, makes you run him down. You can't run him down. Rips a start, fades, has enough left in the tank to give you a little bit of trouble. He's still going to win one this year, right? If I remember correctly, I didn't call him for a win. I I think I have to retract that statement, and I think he probably is going to win one. Um, You know, man, I can't believe I'm going to go with this because obviously as, as good as Jet is there and Eli is even better than Jet there. Dude, he might win Daytona. Ooh, you think so? I said might. <laughs> because somebody was talking about this on some something I was listening to. Where I they think were Jen like, and Eli they were like a ridiculous battle because both of them are so good at Daytona. They literally said that like this was the first year in however many years going into Daytona that they were like, Eli's going to have to try to win <laughs> because of Jet. 
Because they're like, dude, Jet's going to be so... I mean, you look at how good he was at those SMX rounds. I really hope Eli is 100 by the time we get to Daytona because the battle that is going to ensue between those two, yeah. if oh, Eli... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe... I guess, I guess I'm just saying that because if Kenny has got... Like, if he... Kenny's... If he keeps getting on the box and he keeps leading races and winning heat races and being the top board of practice, he's going to have that confidence. And it's not like he's dookie at Daytona. Like, he's led yeah. laps there and he's battled for wins. I just think it's like, look, man, that is the one race that I feel he's going to have the closest because of the fact that he can rip a start. And even though, obviously, lap times are a minute and 15, that is one of those by the time you get into the 450, man, oh, if yeah. you got a 15-plus second gap, it's very hard for you to be willing to really push the pace Unless you're just four seconds a lap faster. Yeah. So, I don't know. I agree, though. I retract my statement. I think he is going to get one. So, yeah. I hope. I hope. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, just rough. Like I said, I called him to win last night. I thought that was his deal to win there. And when he got that start, because he, no, he he was like second in the first corner. Um, but he immediately got to the lead, and I was like, oh, okay. And then when he didn't really take off, I went, oh, that's not good. And yeah. then he goes down, and yeah, it just spiraled from there. Uh, AC 13th, he had a rough night. Ride the LCQ. I, I think I'm finally at the point that now, every time I watch AC ride, I'm glad that he's still out there. Yep. Because I think he's finally, and, he's, and, and I've heard some and everybody talks about this, but I've heard some things about some of the interviews he gives behind the scenes that they're not the most upbeat when it talks about his injury as opposed to what you hear I don't on think, the broadcast. I don't think he's very pumped. But I think he has also now finally realized, and I think actually it was last year was the first year he really realized, <laughs> this is just who he is at this point. Yeah, I think it, for a long time it took him, and he still believed that he could win titles. And I think now he's finally realized that he's at the point of his career that that's just that's never going to be him ever again. No. Um, I guess I just it's just it's such a bummer to look back on that he got pushed into this too early in his career. He was yeah. not ready. No, nope. not ready. Nope. So hundred percent. So uh, Justin Cooper rips a whole shot there in the main. That was a great start out and then of nowhere. To go off the track. Yeah. Then decides to go off the track. Ends up fourteenth. I think Justin Cooper's been doing just what we thought Justin Cooper was going to do. Do you feel like we have a good I think I think we all have an idea cuz we all predicted a certain place pl- like placing for him. I still don't think A1 was close. Yeah. But I still don't think we have a good gauge on where he is. No. No. This no. Year. No, not yet. No. We need we need a few of these dry races, dude. That's all there is Maybe to we'll it. Maybe we'll get in Detroit. Yeah. Maybe we'll get it this weekend. I mean, he was always pretty good at the Triple Crowns on the 250. Yeah, we'll see. So uh, all right, fifteenth. Benny Bloss gets uh, in the beta main. in there in the main. Yeah, because John Short sure shit doesn't. And then has typical Benny issues, so that's okay. Uh, Shane goes from riding the mud excellent to riding not worth a shit for sixteenth there. Uh, Freddie Norin seventeenth. I didn't like the Chevy trucks. Graph. Really? I was pretty pumped on those. I think that was cool. I mean, I love the old Chevy trucks graphics, obviously being a stew guy from back in the day, but yeah. I thought that whoever did their graphics missed the mark. Huh. Interesting. I thought they were fun. I actually liked the, um, I love the Yamahas. The star bikes always look great, especially with the purple. Yeah. They were phenomenal. Mint crispy. Still, still everyone. I'm on the lookout for one of those pink, purplish, whatever the hell you want to call them. FMF pipes. So if you have one of those limited edition ones for the 2021 YZ 250 F, I will buy it for Uber amounts of money. I actually, even though I'm poor hot take, 
I actually liked the retro Yamaha graphics that were on Cole Thompson and Robbie Wageman's bikes. The the, 90, the white with the blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was were like the mid nineties. Okay. Yep. I actually liked them more. It was more clean in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. I thought I thought all three of those Yamaha graphics were good. Those, the Star Bikes and the uh uh what's it called? The Club MX bikes. I thought all of those all of those were good. What do you think of uh, Chisholm and McCall, uh, Shane's old school RM graphics? Couldn't get into those that much. Yeah, just wasn't uh, wasn't a huge fan of those, so that didn't really do a whole lot for me. Uh, I liked the Honda graphics yep. and stuff too. That was cool, very period correct. Um, so that was fine. wasn't my favorite, but it was fine. Uh, again, I think uh, it was the qualifying show. My favorite was the Chevy trucks hmm. one yeah. um, there, just because fond memories of those bikes there obviously with Stu and ricky and yeah. everybody so um all right moving on uh keg clayson dude ripped that start in the was it heat two heat one uh heat one dude 450 heat one he rips us rips a whole shot but man Cade's getting I, I don't know where it came from but he ripped a whole shot and the gear was sick then at that point that was that was another lit kit at least people are talking about Cade, other than for being a jackass I mean, it, that, that was okay. Yeah, that was okay. So, uh, 18th, he's a main event guy here. Um, all right, next two. Bro, tell me you're not pushing that for the Husky team. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stu, 19th, on the ground, again. Dude, I don't... Do you think that Christian Craig and Malcolm Stewart will even be alive here by the end of the year? Or you think luckily, they're just going to hang luckily, themselves from the fucking trailer? Like, luckily, they have are on a team where their team manager remembers their name. So This is terrible. Yeah. I mean, Stu was 19th. Craig was 20th. This is terrible. Yeah, I don't know what's happening over there. There is nothing happening over I there. I don't understand what's happening. And this is not a bike issue anymore. I don't believe this is a bike thing. I just, I think this is starting to become a them thing. <sighs> I think Christian is really wishing he never moved from star. It's this is bad, and this I is so. I feel bad for both of them. They, I, I don't think they need to be on <laughs> we, that team next year. We don't have words for this because we don't really know what to say. I mean, it's w- so bad. When RJ bumps up, one of them's them getting bumped <laughs> off the team, dude. Uh, dude, I don't think any either one of them want to ride for that team. To be honest with you, anymore. Well. That may be that as it may, but I'm I'm sorry to say, and I obviously like both of them. Obviously, we're big Christian Greg fans on this on this podcast. Y'all really need to produce to have a say with where you freaking ride, because you may not want to be on that team. I'm sorry. Who, what team do you deserve to ride on? I don't know. <laughs> this is bad though. This is like, so bad. Like hopefully they turn is going to give you an option. Y'all haven't done anything through three rounds. Like hopefully they turn it around, man. But this is terrible. I mean, Absolutely we can go to a terrible. triple crown. That we can go to the triple crown this weekend, and maybe they get top ten. But dude, I don't, I don't know. And the whole like, at this point, Malcolm, I, I have no confidence that Mookie Speed is even a thing anymore. No, it's weird though because we've got two mud races in A one. In A one, he went down obviously, um, and then the two mud races it just hasn't gone. I mean, he was on the ground last night too, so. I don't know. Uh, Rod Bell, 21st. And then Vince Freeze, 22nd. Cool. And that's your 450 race recap brought to you by Gutterworks. Always well hung, just like Justin Barsha. All right. Let's move on here. 
All right, let's do our. Ooh, I've got. Is that the only rant I got? I feel like I have more than that. I need to. I need to write these down better. Um. Okay, holster co reload rant. I've got a couple of them. You said. Okay. First off, hiding injuries. Who are we talking about specifically? Anybody. Oh, okay. Okay. I've been. So there's been a lot of comments on, oh. our, on our videos here. And in fact, I've been going back and forth with one person about the Deegan injury. And his his thing is, because me and Cole talked about, like, dude, you need to be transparent with your injuries here. Like, especially if you're like Deegan, you're trying to transcend the sport. They just come out and be like, yo, bro, like, my wrist is broke. I'm not going to race East Coast. Now, supposedly he is. We'll talk about that. But let's say it is broke. He's not. Okay, there were a bunch of people that obviously bought tickets for the first round, not knowing he wasn't going to race West, mm -hmm. okay, who are Deegan fans, and then go, oh, well, he's not there. Okay, he's racing East. So now, how many people are buying East Coast tickets? And if he doesn't show up there, what the fuck? And this guy's arguing with me that, well, you know, people could target it, blah, blah, blah. What the fuck are you talking about? This isn't hockey or the UFC or football. His logic to me was, well, in the MMA, this isn't MMA. This is dirt bike riding. I'll tell you what, bro. We can go out and I can tell you, hey, hit me on my right wrist and we can ride in a straight line and I want to see you literally hit my right wrist. Get the fuck out of here, okay? It's not MMA. It's not hockey. It's not baseball. It's not any of this crap, okay? We are riding dirt bikes. You cannot target Someone, you want to know how you target it? You center punch them, which doesn't matter if they have an injury or not. It ain't going to go well for anybody. Okay? No. So, dude, just come out and say, bro, I broke my whatever in my wrist. I'm not going to make the East Coast or I'm going to start off slow or whatever the hell's going on. Just do something like that. Okay? Like, quit hiding the damn injuries. Please, come on. It's just, it's. I mean, it's utterly ridiculous at this point because... Everybody has talked about it. We've seen it. I saw a picture of him in a soft cast the other day. Obviously, this is happening. So, like, is he going to show up at Detroit? I don't know. That's what that's what they're saying. They're well, saying he's going to be at Detroit. Yeah, they keep talking about it, and it's um, I don't, dude, it's a scaphoid injury. And that is a uh, that is about the same as a navicular. That yeah. is a very. <laughs> You have to walk a fine line with that one because there's been a lot of dudes that have had that same injury, come back too early, re-aggravated it, and then never been the same. Wrist injuries, even at a young age and a kid that is healthy and strong like Hayden, dude, if you're not 100%, and obviously they know this, Brian's in his corner, they got enough smart people, you know, they obviously have the money to go to some of the best you know, rehab specialists and orthopedic surgeons. Dude, if you, in, like, that could be one of those things where if he injures that again, injury injures that again mm -hmm. that could end his career before it even starts 100 percent. so if he's not 100 percent, i don't even want to see him at detroit i don't even want to see him until we go to paula yep exactly because it's not so. gonna be the same because all it takes is one time for you to frame a triple and dude you re-aggravate it and there you go man your your career's over before it even started yeah and i honestly i mean we might as well just get into it since we're talking about it <laughs> i personally don't believe he's going to be at detroit People keep saying this and they keep talking about that, but if you'll if you supposedly they have come well, out on social and said they're going. 
the, but but that's where going, I get interested that's about where, like, for interpretation. Yeah, about like okay, they're going, so they're gonna be there. Here's the thing that but is he gonna be racing? Because it also could be one of those things where they say they're going and then they end up showing up. But then it could be one of those. Hey, we're going. Put it out there. Yeah. Put it out there. We're going. And then be like, when you get to the race, put out a press release that oh, we rode during the week and it just wasn't up to, and we're gonna take a beat mm-hmm. and we're not gonna race Supercross. Because I think it was three weeks ago on one of his IG lives, he yeah. had put up a video saying that he was going to ride and he was in the cast. And guess what? Two minutes later, the video got taken down. Hmm. It just got wiped from his socials. Interesting. Let so, me see here. Cause somebody said he put up a video. Uh, yeah. Also somebody put a, said he put up a video of him riding and it was recent and there's yeah. no video that I found that is from recently. The last video I seen, it was from like December. I was going to say, I haven't seen a new one from them recently of anything. So here's the Deegans crashing on the ice and joyriding in mom's Can-Am. That was two days ago. And who knows when that footage was actually taken. Yeah. I Like I said, I, so I went back and looked, too, and I'm like, dude, there Look, is do no... I wa- do I want him in Detroit? Yes, yes, I want him in Detroit. Because once yes. again, transcend the sport. It'll make that coast way more gnarly. Give us more stuff dude, to talk bro, about. Dude, bro, makes me so much money. He's like, fu- <laughs> there's, there's, only, there's only good things for this. Obviously, for me. you know, he's fun to watch ride. But I'm here to tell you, I don't think a lot of you guys realize that that scaphoid injury, like, if you want your boy to have a long, successful career, if he's not 100%, he does not need to race East Coast Supercross. Nope, not Sit at out, all. Get healed up. Go ride Paula. Yep, one hundred percent. So we'll see. Um, okay, so next next Holster Co. Reload rant I've got, and this comes from that massive pile up we had in two fifty Heat One here. Okay, these kids are all fucking idiots. Let me explain why. I see so many of them, and Jets included in this. They're getting carted off the track. They got this big-ass chain on their neck. Oh, yeah. They do not understand tensile strength and decapitation. And I will tell you, anybody who's rode sport bikes, you guys have probably seen or heard the stories. Guys wear headphones on their sport bikes. They get in a crash. And guess what? That little wire from the headphone wires back before, for you kids who don't know what headphones are without Bluetooth, they had wires. And that little wire would... Cut your fucking head right off. I've seen it. It's gross. It's not fun to watch. So then I see these guys racing dirt bikes, and this is something that it's like the AMA has to step up for this. You should not be allowed to wear any sort of necklace when riding. It is so dangerous. Like, can you imagine Jet Lawrence gets his head halfway cut off because he crashes and that necklace grabs. Now, mm. I don't know if he's wearing it still. I haven't really paid that close of attention to Jet recently. But the kid getting carted off last night in that first 250 crash or whatever there, he's got this fucking chain hanging out. What the fuck, man? Like, it's unreal. It's yeah. unsafe. Yep. That's the problem. And here's the thing. is like the first time that you have a race and somebody gets their head cut halfway off because they were wearing a necklace. Guess what? Your series is over. Yeah. No one's going to watch that. No one's going to go to that. You're done. So here's my rant to all everybody who rides, whether you're a privateer or factory dude, do not wear a fucking necklace like an idiot. It will cut your fucking head off at some point. Almost guaranteed. I know there's guys who've done it forever. Never had an issue. That's fine. Great. Guess what? This is like what we talk about with a lot of stuff. Takes once takes once for you to be paralyzed. takes once for it to cut your fucking head off. All of that. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, next rant. 
And I can say this kind of stuff because Cole's not here. Some of the names that I hear in these uh, 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 press conferences, and I go, who? What? Have you ever heard of a Moto X blog? No. I believe is what it is. Go check them out, because yeah. I did, and this is free publicity for them. Good luck, y'all. They have a website. It's called Moto X Blog. They write blog posts. Apparently, they quit for a while. Now they're back. Their Instagram's popping. Whole 2,000 followers. Couldn't tell you who they are. They got two people in the press conference. There's a guy and a chick in the press conference. So I just don't understand. Like, uh, There's a lot of gatekeeping that goes on. Blows my mind. Um, you know, guys, I'm not even talking about myself. I'm not talking about like anybody like Cooksey. I'm talking about, let's talk about like Hopper, who's in a much better place than what he was. Can't get a press pass. But these people with 2,000 followers on their Instagram page and a website... What's their website traffic? Yeah, I'm very, I'm very confused. And maybe they get a million, million views a month on their website, but I don't know. I, ha- I have questions. I have lots of questions because there's lots of this stuff, and we're not the only ones that have gotten denied uh, press access through the powers that be. So I'm interested to, I, I like I said, I, I would always. I would always be interested if anyone at Feld wanted to reach out and have a com- actual conversation with me about anything to do with why ourselves, Johnny, anybody can't get press access. Look, we're trying to promote the sport. And do we always agree with what the powers that be are doing? No, no, we don't. We, we totally don't. I'm not on the side of the powers that be or anything. Um, but... Does that mean that I'm out here to negatively impact the sport? No. Is Johnny out here to negatively impact the sport? No. So why can someone... And, and again, too, even with us, like we're still small potatoes, but Johnny has a decent... Fo- Johnny has a following that's in the realm of some of your people. Pulp MX. Johnny's, Johnny's YouTube is on the same level, if not more, than Pulp MX. And we're, we're, we're gaining in that aspect. Like we're moving in the direction there. So whatever i don't know there's it's very interesting and i just kind of wonder and and again too i've talked to some other people too who have tried for media credentials who have had other different media credentials through bigger sports than ours i'm talking about guys who cover nascar all sorts of other circle track racing who then go to supercross and say hey i'd love to come you know like cover your event or whatever and they literally get told like oh we don't need you what i'm confused and then i'm also confused because i'm like watching like we just show and there is this broad interviewing people on press day where does she come from who is she with like how does she get in there because like it's obviously not someone major and then like a lot of the new guys you see they're all tied to legacy media people yeah there's new guys that you see that you don't know who they are, but then it's like, oh, they're with Racer X. Oh, they're with uh, uh, not Pulp because Steve doesn't really do that. Uh, no. 
Yeah, they're with Vital. They're swap. with Swap. They're motocross with action uh, Motocross Action. They're with uh, uh, Supercross has their own press people now, um, sport, which is interesting. Our sport is very incestuous. It is. There's a lot of incest going on here, which is super weird. Um, so, again, this would be something where in past I would just yell and scream about it, and I'm not going to really yell and scream. I just have questions. I have questions. Why, why some people and not others? I don't know. And like I said, it, it really throws me for a loop when I see people. And again, I'm I'm the kind of guy that I'm like, cool, dude. Like, if someone can prove they've done this for X amount of years, realistically, no matter how big their following is, like, why can't we give them access? Okay, because I've been trying for years yeah. since we started this. Okay. And those people at whatever it is, Moto X blog or whatever, I don't have anything against them. They have a small following, which cracks like and what I mean by cracks me up is it's like they have the access obviously there with that but their following is still so small we don't have any access and our following is eight times theirs you know now granted our website's not really up to date but again too you're talking about somebody who's in the industry and I hear these people and I'm like who what website what's your socials like so, like, somebody who's in, as involved as I am, and I don't know who you are. And, th- and again, this isn't, this isn't uh, knocking anybody. I think everybody should do their thing. I talk to a lot of these guys. There's a lot of these little channels that I find, or even channels that are similar in size to us, that I find that I'm like, all right, cool, man. This is cool. There's, there's a couple of guys. Uh, I can't remember the one channel I watched. I thought they were really funny. They were making, they were like us, just like two dudes sitting there talking. And they were super funny. Is they it were the make- good guys podcast. Uh, I don't remember because they recently had Forkner on. No, I don't think that was it. Um, what'd you say it was? The good, the good guys? guys podcast. Uh, let's see here. I don't think this is the right one because they have three point. Oh, that's Josh Peck. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not it. Different guy. Different guy. Different good guys. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, like I said, though, I, cause I stumble across YouTube feeds me this stuff in my feed, you know? So, um, yeah, so I don't really, I don't really know. It's, it's interesting to me. It's interesting. So that's a rant is just like, look, if you're, if you're going to let some of these people in with low followings, then why don't you let a whole bunch of us in? Like, why don't you make it like, oh, if you've done this for X amount of years, even if your following's low, but we can tell you're committed, like, let's just. I I have questions and I would just like to talk to someone, please. <laughs> please let me talk to you. Please let me talk to you. Anyway, all right. Uh, so that's been your holster code reload rants there. Um, have you heard the latest Ducati update? No, but there is a really dumb rumor. Well, it's not a dumb rumor, but it's a dumb rumor to me that people actually believe that Ducati is going to buy the rights to Honda's uh, 2022 chassis and then do their own uh, engine package. And I'm like, Ducati is never going to get into bed with Honda, first off. Second off, those mother truckers have way too much pride to not develop everything on their own from bottom to top. I wouldn't 100% say that. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to buy anything Honda related. So the last thing I've heard here is they have, number one, been through the pits and talked to literally everyone. Oh, yeah. And they are 100, 100% trying to get in. They're, they're essentially trying to buy a team that already exists. I mean, that's more plausible. So 
It's a little bit different when though you than say, R&D When side. you say some things like that, I don't, with what I've heard, I don't necessarily say that that's 100% wrong. Now, do I think they'll develop that in their own way? Yes, I 100% do. But I'm not 100% sure they're not going to jump in something like that and go, okay, cool, well, we can buy this and we can just try to develop it even more, per se, in our own separate way or whatever. Now, I will say there, uh, there's a bike reveal this week for them. Yeah. So the bike's done, obviously finished. From well, what everybody's I understand, seen the little been, teasers of Cairoli yeah, and Alessandro well, Lupino riding. Well, and they've been riding at club and stuff. And like I said, they have been... Um, they have been talking to literally everyone, from what I understand. Dude, when they do their team reveal, there's for next a high year? probability Roxon's going to be on it. Yeah. When yeah, they do their team reveal the, for next year, that's the big year, rumor right now. When they do their team reveal for next year, oh yeah. my god, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. Because the crazy thing about them is, is they have the option to pull from stateside, or if they just want to dip into their pocket and pull other pond side. There's, there's a, lot a lot of, of money guys, there. There's a lot of guys over in the GPs that would willingly do whatever Ducati wants. That it's a ghost. The ghost of seven deuce deuce. I gotta drill that plastic. There's a there's a lot of dudes that would willingly do whatever Ducati wants them to do. I'm interested to see what this bike looks like. I am. I'm interested in that, but I'm still more interested into when we start getting a better idea of the guys they're going after for 2025. Because mm-hmm. we have all heard Kenny. You have the ten. Kenny's the big rumor right now. Yep. Kenny's and the one that's been put out ago. in a lot of places, including Pulp. We yep. talked about this months ago. Obviously, you have the whole tinfoil thing with Jet and Hunter. I'm still not convinced they're not going there. There's, and they could. There's a lot of other people. You know, you could, like I said, there's GP guys that they could get. Maybe they go after Hurlings for a one-year contract. Now he's going to Star, dude. I'm pretty sure know. if Hurlings wanted to go, if they if Ducati offered him a lot of I money, I don't know. He, I don't know why you can't get this through your head that he's going to Star, yeah, bro. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. But that's for another time. We already argued that enough. Um, there's a lot of dudes, man. And hey, you know what? If they really want to stick it to somebody, like for instance Honda, they could go offer Tim Geyser a whole lot of money. Yeah. Because here's the thing. We don't we know they're going GP side and we know they're gonna have a team over here. Kind of like obviously Triumph. You want to have the guy that's won more championships in the last five years than anybody in the four fifty class. Yeah. And you really want to stick it to Honda. Yeah. Go hire Tim Geyser. And like I said, we obviously have enough options over here that they could go after, so Yeah, we'll see, man. Like I said, the 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 big 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 rumor right now is Roxon. The thing I love about Ducati, and this is the last thing I'll say on the Ducati thing, mm-hmm. the thing I love about them, and we've talked about them this in the past before a lot of this came to fruition, about just them wanting to stick it to everybody, KTM, Honda, doesn't matter. They want to just big F you. They don't have... Their number one objective is win. Mm-hmm. They don't care about the, po- the, the politics side of it. Oh my God, he's a bigger star. Yes, that helps them, but let's be real. Ducati has so much freaking money that it doesn't really matter about your how many followers you have on social media. Yeah. They don't have any of that. They just want to win. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go after who they believe is going to give the best chance to them to win. And this is the one thing I will say where if I buy into your Jet Lawrence, Hunter Lawrence thing, I will disagree on the package deal. If they don't feel like Hunter Lawrence gives them the best chance to win... I believe they would just go after Jet. And this is not like a Honda thing where they're like, oh, you're a package deal. Ducati would go, no, either it's Jet or it's neither of you. 
Because hmm. I don't believe, Maybe. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't believe that the way Ducati rolls, that they would be like, oh, you, you think you, you have the option to muscle us into a, a, a brotherly deal? <laughs> no. I don't think it works like that for Ducati. My question is, is who do you think they go after if if it's just it, Jet? It, no, let's let's say let's say let's say Jet won't budge. Let's say okay. Jet's like either it's me which, and Hunter or nobody. It could, it which could be. which could, it be. could be. Then who do you get? And we're assuming that at that point if it's not Kenny. Well, cuz so I think he's so on a ticking time clock on that. I was going to say. So we're talking roughly here, we're talking roughly 2026. So I'm assuming by 2026 you're talking Kenny's basically done. Maybe Supercross only deal, but basically done. Eli's out. Yep. Um, I mean, do you go after Sexton then? But here's the thing. You're going to want to market to a worldwide brand through the U.S. team. Yeah. Which is what the Lawrence brothers bring. So in my mind, again, here we're talking transcending the sport. You have a hard time doing. But if Hunter's not cutting the meat, cutting the meat, I guess it's just jet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If Hunter, I, if Hunter's just if Hunter's just like a five to seven, seven to ten dude, I, I, I understand that. My thing is, is that like I don't think Jet goes if Hunter doesn't go. Well, then I think Ducati Hunter, would because go because Honda will keep Hunter and Jet together. And I just believe Ducati would be like, well, fine, we don't need you. I just I I think with the way Ducati has done business as far as motorsports, the racing side of it, mm-hmm. we've seen enough. Obviously, you being a big yeah. MotoGP yeah. guy in the past, I just don't feel like for them they get muscled into situations that they don't want to I don't deal think with. so either and but like I said but my question is is where do you go from that then because yeah. because again if we go by the coach Rob thing if we're just reading the tea leaves here obviously Ducati wants to make a big splash mm. um because of everything that's why they're going to go after Roxon to start with so now if you can't get the Lawrence duo or you don't want the Lawrence duo but then the jet doesn't come because Hunter's not coming then more I mean, then where do you go? I mean, if it was an established brand, again, or like Triumph, who's like, who even knows what they're doing with their marketing stuff, <laughs> then then it's like, okay, cool. Then there's lots of options. You know, you could go after Chase. You could go after Cooper. You could go after, again, Ken for a second year, one year only deal, you know, Supercross only, whatever. Um, but if you don't, if that's not your goal there, man, I don't know, man. It's such a weird situation because in my mind, you're looking for someone, big splash, big flashy, Ken win both indoors and outdoors, you know, whatever you're not look, you're not, you're not a regular team essentially at that point. Cause you're launching still. So you, know you want, so you need that. I didn't, I didn't, as you're talking and yeah. saying all this out loud, it didn't even dawn on me. Cause this is not just something I thought about up until we're having this conversation. It didn't even cross my mind until you just said all that. And you're talking about ticking up, checking all the boxes. Jorge Prado. That could be too. Yeah, I guess. Think that. about it. You talk about wanting to do appeal to a wide brand. You're talking about a, yeah. uh, a very talented kid. He's already established. From Europe, yeah. Young, good-looking kid. Comes from a good family. He's got the Spanish swag to him. I think, though, with him, the only downside here is going to be if his results don't improve in Supercross. That's yeah, where you're going to sure. run into of a course. problem. Of course. That's where you're going to run into a problem. If he's still float, if he's still running around after his first year. But do we really believe that's going to happen? 8th through 12th? Now? I don't think so, but I'm just playing a little yeah, bit of, of devil's course. advocate here. If he's still running around that. Do you agree with that statement, though? Oh, yeah. No, like that's, he is, that's he's, definitely a not, one. If it's not Jet yeah. and Kenny's done by that, yep. 
Prado's that other kid because he's young enough yeah. in his career where you can yeah, go, we nope. got you for a long time, bud. Nope, you're you're. I didn't okay. even think about it until yeah. you started saying all that. I'm like, holy crap! Because let's be real, Jorge's going to want to go with the team that's going to give him the most. This is true, and yeah, and they'll pay him a bunch of money, dude. Because he's coming over here, and I know he loves the whole gas gas dynamic. But here's the thing: he only loved it because of Claudio DiCarli. Yeah, we're not dealing with Claudio DiCarli anymore. Nope. So no, we're not. I didn't even think about it until you started saying that. I'm like, holy crap, Prado. Yep, that could that could happen. So either way, I'm here for it. Yep, I'm here for all of it. <sighs> um, all right. So before we jump into the 250 recap here, one thing I did want to talk about here too. Um, that I meant to bring up when we did the 450s as far as transparency stuff goes. So in the press conference last night, somebody asked Barsha a question about the bike or whatever. And Barsha goes, well, we haven't had a lot of time to test, but I'm actually on the same frame as last year. But we have different clamps and new forks. Yeah. And I went, thank you, Jesus. Look, everybody's always so secretive about their setup, even though it won't change bike to bike anyway. So it doesn't really fucking matter. But, bro, can you just give us some stuff like that all the time? Yeah. Like, hey, like, what'd you change on the bike? Oh, we went in and made a suspension change. Great. Preload? Sag? You mean kind of like... Rebound? A, you mean kind of like back in the old day, the old thing was anytime a bike grenade? Yeah, it was electrical. Yeah, like, dude, like, bro, just give I, us I, something, bro. I, I seen the piston come out the side of the cylinder. I don't think, <laughs> don't that, think that was electrical. electrical. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, when he said that, I was just like, bro, this is, this is epic. And this is all we need. It's just that basic. Yeah, we changed forks and we changed, we changed clamps. Cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we're, we're working in the front end there, buddy. And, and here's the thing. If he goes out and he kills it, now we know it's because of the change. And if he's struggling, hey, we know they're trying shit. There it is. Yep. Because, hey, man, you had the transparency to tell us Th- that you're working Then he comes back later and says, hey, those clamps that we tried early in the year didn't work. We went to a different set. Boom. And, of course, it's Barsha of all people because at this point in his career, he just doesn't care. Uh, dude, I mean, but, but that is as simple as it gets, man. Or, you know, like anything. Like, okay, did you change races? Did you did you change handlebars? Any of that. Just, just broad stroke there, but at least we have an idea. Electrical. <laughs> it's all electrical. It's all electrical. Pistons out the side of the bike. It's electrical. It's electrical. So, all right, um, let's bust in 250 race recap brought to you by Isaac Nelson Designs here. Okay, the floor is yours for you to tell me how good Nate Thrasher is. That's not, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Are you sure? You don't want to? Because before man. you've really laid no, into I mean, me about Nate's, how good Nate Thrasher Nate is. Nate is here. still really freaking good. What do you mean? He's still really all good. All these guys are really good dirt bike riders, yeah. okay? Here's the thing. I'm not looking at Nate Thrasher for the fact that he's a good dirt bike rider. I'm looking at Nate Thrasher to win a fucking title, and Nate Thrasher cannot win a fucking title. I don't think any of these guys on the West Coast we would have thought could have won a title before this year started. I mean, dude, Thrasher's first two rounds here have been fucking horrible. First off, you weren't here last week to talk about this. Well, no, that was bad. Did you hear Did you hear that? Well, last week was bad. Did you hear the discussion after the first week about him being a crybaby for crawling off the track there when he crashed? No. There was a lot of talk. From who? From the industry? All sort of industry people, other riders, fucking fans. I'm they were sorry. Like, they were like, bro, uh, there was a lot of talk that he does this a lot. Does what a lot? Uh, uh, overemphasizes injuries. I'm sorry. Did everybody forget how bad his injury was in Atlanta and he couldn't walk for 12 weeks? I mean, okay, cool. I, I don't know. I'm just saying this is this is what I'm hearing. I mean, whatever. And Coop did the same thing, got up and finished the race. So, Except... 
Coop didn't just come off an injury and been on the bike for more than six weeks. So I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't, when it comes to this injury stuff, I don't do that because I asked the same thing. Would I put, you do, do you put any stock into him winning this race? No, no, Kay. I don't. Because <coughs> even if even if I did, he's too far out of the points at this point. Yeah. Um. No. And once again, I told you he's been only on the bike for six weeks, so he's not a hundred percent. Does he win another one? Oh, for sure. I definitely think so. I don't think so. I definitely think so. I think he wins zero other ones. I don't I'm going to say he's got, on the box twice more this I year. I don't know how you could say that with a group of guys that he's racing. Because outside of Jordan Smith somehow all of a sudden finding consistency, RJ continues to do RJ things. Levi Kitchen. Now we're getting into it. This is good. Uh, Joe keeps crashing. Volan's gone. Ryder D is... We, we'll get to that. Ryder D is up and down. Who who else do you want to who else do you want to go through? Garrett Garrett Marchbanks? Do you think Garrett Marchbanks is gonna win one? Do you think Phil yeah. Nicoletti's gonna win one? I actually think Marchbanks is gonna win one. So I'm so I understand your hate for Nate, but I don't I don't hate him. I just look at the reality of the situation. He wins a weird race like this every year. Maybe two. Was the Triple Crown it. weird last year when he beat Hunter Lawrence straight? No, up? like I said, he wins a weird race like this, maybe wins two, and that's it. And then he's But then, all of these dudes win weird races. None of these guys outside of Jordan Smith in twenty seventeen have ever led the points. That's the thing is, is like I agree with you, but I don't agree with you to this extent that it's just a Nate Thrasher thing on this coast. All of these dudes, I, and it's going to be here's the, it's going to be even worse when we go to the East Coast. I understand that, but when I look down this list and I go, I, I well, who do I think is going to put it together? He's like the 18th person on yeah, the list. Yeah, but here's the difference: he has more wins than all of the rest of them to this point. Yeah, because he wins one or two, and he crashes out for the year. He's who been a pro for four years, who? and he and he wins two races or something. Or okay, race. how many wins does RJ have? One. RJ's got three or four. RJ won his first one two years ago. He's got three. So now he's got, he's got two. three. He's got three. Then. Okay, so he's got three. He's got three in a span God, of don't you pay attention to the graphics years? on the screen during the race? He's idiot. got three in a span in a span of ten years. Yeah, I know. Okay, so, so and one of Jordan them was, Smith, and one was a triple crown, <coughs> and he didn't win. A, and he what? Didn't even win a main that I night. We know. were there. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, like. And then you look at Jordan, and Jordan hadn't won a race in, since 2017. Look, I'll be honest. It wouldn't surprise me at all if March Banks wins this fucking title. March Banks is not winning this title. You because, so? once again, he is not... Dude, his two, his one win is Daytona 2020. I don't need him to win. I need him to podium the shit out of it. Dungy style What do you do at A1? Well, where was he at at A1? I don't even know. Okay, exactly. So the one dry race we've had the first round, he didn't do anything. Well, let's go see here. Oh, shit. Fuck. That was Smith. Let me, let me back up here. Great radio. Great radio. Keep telling me how good Nate Thrasher is here. I'm not telling you that Nate Thrasher is going to win this title, but I totally disagree. What did he get? Is it up? He, yeah, he's gone 7-3-2. Sweet. So we went 3-2 with two mud races, and the one dry race, he went seventh when everybody was healthy. And had Nate not gone down, he wouldn't even got seventh. So I just I disagree with the fact of you just pinning this all on Nate. Nate has more wins than anybody else on this coast. If you talk about their skill, their uh, career as, a to- as total... Because I think he's got five now. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Five. He's got four. He's got four. Okay, so he's got oh, four. Wait, hold on. Hold no, on. he's got five. One, two. He's got two in twenty twenty one. He's got one in twenty twenty two. He's got one last year, and then he's got one now. Four. He does have five. You're okay, correct. You're so correct. he's got five. So he's got more than anybody else. It may be only by one. Because I think Jordan has four. I don't know. 
My point is, is that this is not a me standing on my soapbox and saying Nate's going to win this title. It's me standing on my soapbox and going, I don't disagree with any of the stuff that's coming out of your mouth about consistency, but I can say that for the rest of the group. They're all in the same boat. It's not just Nate. None of them have proven they can put a whole season together. I mean, for God's sakes, Smitty should have won the 2017 title, had it in the bag. It wouldn't even matter had Zach done what he did to Joey, had Jordan stayed on two wheels, and he threw it away. RJ has never been in a position to win the title, and then obviously the rest of them are too early into their careers to ever even think about winning a title. So you're not wrong about the consistency thing, but you're wrong about the fact of this is just a Nate Thrasher thing. This is everybody on that coast. None of them have done shit. And you want to talk about Joe, where every time he has pressure on him, cool. Pressure's off now. Doesn't matter. He's not going to win the title. Joe has gone. Let me just see here. Joe has gone four and four at the 22, obviously, with the bike failure there, which the bike failure is weird because I don't know. Okay. And now, and they, now so they talked. So they talked about Volan last week yeah. and how you could hear him just ripping that clutch yeah, that first lap going and going. Yeah, that's not going to make it. Okay. So no big surprise. But Joe, it's like that was that wasn't Joe's okay. fault. It, whatever, I no, never no one, no one has come yeah. out and been like, yeah, Joe was ripping we're, that. We're clutch never going like, to get transparency out of yeah. what happened, uh, but it, it was but, it was a bike failure. Okay, but we'll my point that, is, he's but. out of the points now. He's not going. Yeah. He's not going to win. Well, I mean, I don't so know. It you, depends you, what the rest of these fucks heads do. He's, he's too far out. I mean, Thrasher won a race last night and he finished twenty second in the first round. So, but he was in sixth. All it takes is one thing for Jordan and RJ. Which, let's face it, RJ would be zero surprise. Jordan would be slightly less at this. point. And then point. you know what Joe would go and do? He tucked the front the next weekend and get seventh. I don't know. I think Joe's going to finish on the box every single race the yeah, rest of the I, rest of the year out here. I don't know because how you have the that pressure's, confidence. The pressure's off him. I don't know. How you this have is that what confidence. he does. I don't know. How you have that confidence. He comes in. Everybody talks about him all the time, being a contender. And then he does this the first three, four rounds. I'd love to. And then I'd, he's done. I'd love to see Joe do it, but I don't agree. I don't I don't see how you and then they that. and then he's like out of the title. And then all of a sudden, like at the end of the year, because he's come back now for the next three, four rounds and like dominated, then it's like, oh, oh, Joe's really close. Oh shit, Joe's a title contender. I will say this if Nate gets back to hundred percent at any point in this season, which I don't know if he will be, and the guy speed wise shows up from last year. He could go in and win every round that he shows up. I'll be honest. I'll bet you a hundred bucks he doesn't stay off the ground the rest of the season. I can I bet, bet you. I, I can bet you a hundred bucks <laughs> that none of them are going to stay off the ground the rest of the season. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, a, it's just a. It's a dude. It's just a broad statement for you to say that about Nate. Too, there's too much conviction with you with Nate. Like, and this is what I've argued with you for a long time. Of like, dude, it's just like the kid's fast. There's no doubt about it. He's won races. We've all seen this. This happens. This is this is the thing. But like he can't keep it together, and yes, none of these guys can keep it together. But he, so it's not just a Nate thing, but, man. But he has the fucking thing of like crashing out here. So like they I all don't, crash out though. I, I understand that. And if again, I was calling, I'm not. For, I'm not sitting here saying there is a favorite out of literally I, any of these. guys. If I was calling for a title, this conversation would be totally different. But the fact that I've never called Nate for a title, no, I just have to give totally you shit different. because every time he wins, you get really high on him, and I'm like, bro, he's because gonna he can do that at any crash. Moment out yeah you want to know what else he does at any moment all the time is crash out he crashes out more than he wins and his results again even the ones they doesn't crash out what's forkner do is i mean i'm not sick but i don't get really high on forkner when Neither he do I. does anything so like the I thing is is you get really high on thrasher which is why i poke these buttons all the time like i told i told uh what's his nuts last week uh cole i was like oh man i wish justin was here to tell me how good thrasher was when he finished whatever the fuck it was last week i remember but that's the thing though he is really good 18th yeah he's a really good rider he's just not a championship guy 
I don't look at any of these dudes and I go, yep, they're championship dudes. No, not yet, man. Not yet. So No, not yet. Ever. Well, one of them's going to be... Somebody has to win this title Yeah, Jordan this year. Smith might win the title, and then he goes to the 450 class, and he's never going to win a race ever again. I'm going to go with Hunter Yoder as my title favorite. <laughs> I just look at it, and I go, I, I if you're going to say that about Nate Thrasher, you literally have to say that about the rest of the 250 class. All right, everybody comment down below who your 250 title pick is for West Coast right now, because I don't have one. I'm just going to tell you right now, I don't have one. Out of any of these guys, I don't have one. I don't know. I don't care. And it's I worse on the East Coast. Yeah. It's going to be worse on no, the East Coast. No, it's not. The East, Co- the East Coast is easy. If Deegan shows up, Deegan's winning. Yeah, I don't know how you could be that convinced of that. 100%. He hasn't won a Supercross race yet. I don't care. I watched him ride last year, dude. That fucking guy is going to dominate everybody else that's here. The only person he didn't beat last year was fucking Hunter. What? <laughs> We're going to... That'd be going a totally different rant. He There was plenty of guys. He didn't beat Joe. Joe dude. beat him. Nate Thrasher beat him. I don't know. Smitty beat him. I don't know where you're talking about with that. He was second points. Yeah, because Joe didn't race the whole series, and Nate got hurt. Okay. Plain and simple. It's it. That's that's not a, that's not an, a subjective thing. That's a literal fact. Thing. I mean, you're talking out both sides of your mouth here now with the Nate Thrasher thing. How do you but, figure? Because you're like, well, Nate got hurt, but then three 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 sentences ago, you were telling me about how Nate like is. I didn't say so Nate was good. winning the title. Hunter was gonna win. The, Hunter was gonna win that title no matter what. Look, man, Deegan. I'm just Deegan talking about will- Deegan and the the fact that everybody is he the title. Would he be the title favorite for sure? But everybody that believes it's just a foregone conclusion that he would win that title, he has to win an actual regular Supercross race yet for you to be like, yep, foregone conclusion he's gonna win, dude. How do you know that all of a sudden he just doesn't go into a sophomore year and he ragdolls himself into the ground? Sure. I'll go with sure. Dude, I mean, there's just, there's no talking me out of it unless he starts to fall apart. You you don't have anything to back that up. That's just an opinion. There's no factual evidence. His his rookie season was pretty damn good last year. Was it? And did he get a win? No, No. He didn't get a win. He wasn't even close. He won heat races, for sure. He wasn't close to winning an actual main race that year. All right. I, dude, I don't know if there's if he shows up, it's. I could also tell you that if Austin Fortner folds up fully healthy, he has a better shot to win than Hayden Deegan does. Look, man, I'm really interested to see what Fork does because it, Fortner has more wins than anybody in the 250 class. All of them combined, pretty much at this point. Well, Fortner's at this button too because he's probably wanted to off himself. I don't know how many times because of watching Chase win a 450 title, yeah. but... I just... I, I, I don't agree with that. Would Hayden Deegan be a title favorite? For sure. Not arguing that one bit. That's not the argument. The foregone conclusion that just because he's there that he's automatically going to win is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. And that's, du- coming, that's a- coming from not a Deegan guy. Yeah, I think it's stupid as shit. Eh, I don't think it's that dumb. I think it is. That was the, That season was way too good and consistent last year compared to what we thought was going to happen. For sure. We were wrong on every level, but we also know when you get into your sophomore year, how many of these kids could just fall off the face of the cliff. <sighs> Would that happen to Hagen Deegan? No, I'm not saying that. that's it. But it's just there's no, there's no proof of that. He didn't win a race last year. If you would have told me he'd won two or three, I'd be like, oh, dude, totally. I mean, I've seen guys win these titles before without winning a damn race, so... I don't think that's going to happen these days. I think there's too many good guys for that shit to happen anymore. I don't understand who you think is going to beat him on that coast is the thing. There's like. a lot of dudes I could look at that win races that could beat him. He's not... He's Dude, in Supercross, outdoors was different. When we go into outdoors, this could be a totally different conversation. But in Supercross, it's not like he was three seconds a lot faster than anybody not named Hunter Lawrence. He got beat. Smitty beat him. Joe beat him. Thrasher beat him. All those dudes beat him at some point or another last year during Supercross. Mm-hmm. 
He's not racing Thrasher. Okay, cool. He's not racing uh, Smitty. Okay, cool. He's not obviously not racing Hunter anymore. He's and he's not, not racing, racing RJ. Joe. So now you're talking so about... So who's on that coast? Okay, so you got him. Fortner. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Cameron McAdoo. You got Seth Hamaker. We don't know outside of whoops what Tom Vial. The last time Tom Vial and him raced in Los Angeles, he had Hayden Deegan's number. He be... Are you sure? Did you not watch? Do you not remember what happened in that? I don't first? know. I guess I'm gonna have to go back and watch yeah. it here because I don't. Yeah, I don't remember him. Uh, I don't remember him just Vial no just smoking him. I didn't say Vial smoked him. He beat him. First main, Vial beat him. Interesting. Okay. Don't you remember Vial like leading no, the no. whole first main? No, I really don't. You don't remember Vial you. leading the whole first main all no. the way until like the ten minute mark or whatever it was. But luckily, we have the technology here that I can. <laughs> I keep go back and watch it. We're as getting we're doing way off show. track and talk about Hayden. I don't even want to talk about the kid. We're not. We're not. Well, hey, about there's him. some things we got to talk about. Anyway, uh, all right. So March Banks gets second. He kind of got screwed by the lappers there. Um, thoughts on that? I guess he was pretty calm. He said when he went and talked to him. Uh, so what the fuck? Uh, so any. So anyway. Um, so if he did go and talk to lappers and was calm with them, that's a. Uh, very adult I don't, thing to I don't do. believe that that Marsh Banks was just going to run away with that race. I don't think Nate so was either. Him and, so, and so was uh, so was RJ. That was really good for him, though. And Who, I mean, Marsh Banks, yeah, oh for sure. And two two podiums in a row here. I think he's I he might be ready to contend a little bit here. It just we I don't think he's got that. Bike I don't. Hit. I don't think he's got the outright speed when the track is a normal Supercross race to win. You don't think so at all? No, no, I don't. Hmm. Not even close. Okay. I, I don't know. We'll I'd like to see it. Garrett's a good kid, but I don't believe that when it's a normal Supercross race and everybody uh, starts or even a few of them start up front that he um, has the speed to win races. Hmm. I just don't think so. Okay. All right. Uh, Jordan Smith, third. Smith is um, a favorite at this point, man. I th- He has to be. He has to be. I mean, he's putting it together here. He is... He is Jordan Jordan Smithing putting this together. If Jordan so. goes and wins the Triple Crown this weekend, uh, I will stamp it right now. Jordan wins the title. You think so? Yeah. If he wins this Triple Crown. If he wins the Triple Crown, because that means, weekend. yes, because that means at this point that he's gone through four rounds. He's gone through the craziness of A1. He's won a heat race, worked his way through, made it through two mud races, and now he's made it through the wonkiness of a Triple Crown to still this point. Look, dude, I'm not going to stamp anything with any of these guys, but it'll look a lot better if he does. I will just say weekend. because of the fact that he's gone through three rounds now yeah. and he's not had a Jordan Smith moment. He hasn't. He, yeah. he, he really hasn't. He has not had a Jordan Smith moment yet. This is, and usually yeah. by now, let's be real, Jordan would have had a Jordan Smith moment. Jordan Smith would have had a Jordan Smith moment when he was trying to close down on RJ at A1 and he would have just sent it out the back door and he didn't. So... Yeah, man, if he goes and wins this weekend, I'm just going to have to believe that I think outside of a, a crazy midweek injury, Jordan's going to win the title. But it's uh Because he's still, he's when he's on, yeah, he's one of the fastest dudes out of the guys. He is, yeah. It, so, like, you can't argue that. But, I mean, that's what you get when you've been in the class for 10 years. Which, by the way, I don't really know where that keeps coming from because maybe my mind is escaping me. I don't think Jordan went pro until 2015 or 2016. I don't think he went pro in 2014. That's why they keep talking about RJ. And yeah, I feel he did. like I don't think so, man. Because he was on Geico. Yeah, but I think that wasn't 2014. Hold on, let me see here. I mean, gra- glad we have the internet. We do here. Let me because I feel like I watched RJ at 
Loretta's in 2014, his last year at Geico Honda as an amateur. Uh, 2015, yeah. he rode Daytona, he rode Indy, yep. he rode We're talking about Detroit. Smitty? Yeah, yeah, he rode Detroit, St. Louis. Yeah, so he rode all East Coast there in 2015. So, so, he's, 20, not, so he's been in the class for nine years. 2015. He's not been a 10-year well, vet. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, and 24. So this is 10 years. Yeah, I, I don't look at it that way. I just look at it from, never mind. I mean, it's 10 years. So I just counted out for you. This is his 10th season. 2015 to 2016. No, 2016. No. I See, that's the way, that's where I differ. I go from that way. I don't go from one year to two years. I literally go from year to year. 2015 to 2016 is a full season. 2016 to 27. So, so he rode the full 2015 season. 2015 to 2016 is one year. 2016 to 2017 is two years. 2017 to 2018. 2018 to 2019. 2019 to 2020. 2020 okay, this, isn't to 20... ho- this isn't hockey. The years don't cross over. They only uh, race see, in the calendar year. Yeah, I go a full from the start of the year till you start till the end of the year. I, we're we're going, getting off track. I don't look at it as ten years. I'm, I look confu- at it. I'm confused at how you look at this because you're like you're like putting two years in, but like we race like January through August, so like it's all in the same calendar year. It's not like hockey where we start in like because I look at it and cross because I look. You have to look into those seasons and did he race a full year? I don't. If he oh, missed, yeah. I, so, if you, he, so you don't want to count injuries. Is yeah. What you, oh, okay. that's my point. I can't count if he You're missed. Caveating. Yeah. Stuff. If he missed, he's half the year. He didn't oh, race the full year. Okay. All right. So you're caveating. Yes. stuff. But did he? Okay. So did he, did he not? Here, let's see. Here, I'm now. Now I'm like super interested. Because I feel so, like he he's missed time with injuries over the years. 2015, he raced one, two, three, four. So we'll call it half the season there indoors, and then. So you can't count that as a full year, already. I mean, it's half the season. Doesn't how, matter. How, so so what is what count? So they have to race all the races. Yes, that'd be like Stu saying that he's raced all these years, but technically he really hasn't because he's missed a ton of time. All right, and then outdoors we went one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So we raced all the outdoors. Yep. Then we come into sixteen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of them. Okay. So, I mean, seven out of eight, seven out of nine, depending upon what it was. Uh, then outdoors. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, He was really nine. good outdoors in 2016. So, he was really so good. So 9 out of 12 outdoors there. You go into 17. He went 1, 2. Well, 17 was the year he was fighting for the title, so he must have raced all of he those. He raced the full season. 18, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. So, again, raced all of them that year. Uh, you go into 2019, 1, 2, three four so he only raced four yep so right there um 20 he raced one two three four uh yeah so he only raced four that year 21 one two three four yeah so a lot of these seasons he's only raced like half of them before that's what i'm saying man i'm I'm not trying to take it's a dumb thing i'm not trying to take it away if you want to say he's raced 10 years cool i just he's been a pro for 10 years i just can't say that these guys have raced a full amount of time if they don't race a full season yeah i mean he's been a pro for 10 years like that's that's the full 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 thing of it which is crazy to think that him and rj have been a pro for that long yeah so um all right so joe comes back to fourth dude 
I mean, just another terrible night. Joe doesn't race mud well. We've all seen this. Um, but I mean, on the two races where his bike hasn't died on him, he's gone four and four. Problem is, we're going to a triple crown, and Joe doesn't get starts worth the shit. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll so see. So it could really, it could spiral this weekend. I mean, my thing is, is though, if he just keep, if man, if you were to drop that, that bike failure there, which isn't his fault, okay? Like, let's face it, last week wasn't his fault. No. There's no reason that bike should have quit, and that was an electrical issue, is what we're gonna call it for mm -hmm. sure. Um, but man, you take that out, and he's and even put him in the top 10 and he's right in this, yeah, you know, sure. because of the way everybody is. And so we'll see here. I mean, it's just one of those things that's frustrating. Cause it's like one thing that wasn't his fault here. And we're like, Oh man, he's so far out of it. But it's like, dude, outside of that, like he's gone four and four. Yeah, for sure. So like, I don't know. Um, now this, now this next guy here, he's probably my title favorite for this. Levi kitchen, fifth place. I mean, it's really good on that restart in the heat race. Top, top five consistency here. So once again, we're I just I look at a lot of these guys and we're going into triple crown this weekend where it could make or break the yep. rest of the year for them. But I dude, don't you think Kitchen's made a step here? Oh, for Would sure. You not and say and that? you know, and Levi's my guy. Like my yeah. biggest thing on harp on him has been his mental. Yeah. Like he's either on or he's off. It's just the problem is is that we have not gotten through enough three races right now have not told me anything where the first round was very crucial. I'll, I came on this show afterwards, and I was like, he needed to pass Max back. Yep. Because if Max would have caught and passed him and dropped him, yep. shit's the same as it was. Helped him. But the last two rounds, he's been good, but it still has not shown me. Like Once again, we're going to the Triple Crown this weekend. It's really going to show me that if he can get three solid starts, he can get on the box, then, hey, man, we're right in this thing. We're, we're going to Triple Crown, and then we're off for however many weeks. So <laughs> we're not going to know anything. Yeah. Um, have you heard anything about Volan? What's actually wrong with him? Uh, I think it's his hip. That's rough. I don't think it's a season-ending injury, though. Here's the funny thing. I was listening to some post-race interview, and there is some low-key jabs going back and forth between the Kawasaki and the Gas Gas guys because wow. oh. they're talking shit about Ryder D. Cowie guys? Uh-huh. And then... And then the gas gas guys are like, well, how's Volan doing? <laughs> Petty bullshit. It is. It really is. It kind of shocked me to hear that, but I was like, oh, okay. All right. So I don't, I still don't know what's going on with the Ryder D situation there, but it, think, whatever, think, whatever happened there. I don't think any of them can doesn't talk seem like it was positive. I don't think any of them can talk shit about anything at this point. Well, speaking of not talking shit, RJ sixth place. Doing RJ things, man. RJ doing RJ things. Literally, I have that in my notes here. Literally, he could have just laid up once Nate passed him and just be like, hey, man, I'm just going to take second tonight. Yep. But nope, we had to do RJ things. And let's see. Here. And this I is why RJ will never win a title. I don't think so, man. Because like he whole shot in that main. He looked good. But, then, but RJ always looks good until he doesn't. And I know that's a basic-ass statement. Until he cased the fuck out of that finish line but jump RJ, last weekend. RJ always looks good until he doesn't. And that's why, as much as I would love to see RJ get a title before he moves to the 450 class, he's never going to win one. He always has those moments where you just go, what are you doing, dude? Yep. And here's the crazy thing. He can literally go to the Triple Crown this weekend and win all three mains because RJ is just that damn good. But RJ is going to be that one guy that I feel like when he ends his career and we're all going to look back and go... This dude should have probably had three titles. More than likely. Yep. 
Here's the thing. Does he go to a big bike next year? He should, because honestly, the one time we saw him ride the 450, he was great. Might smooth him out. He was great. Might smooth him out. So here's that LA first race here. So you're telling me that Vial beats the first Deegan moto. In this? Va- Vial beat him. Huh. Well, we'll watch it and see what happens. Um. All right. Mitchell Oldenburg, seventh place. He looked really good in that heat before it got restarted. God, he was doing good. Freckle, man. Freckle. Freckle just. And then he's going to the 450 once we go East Coast. That's well, good. Well, I do wonder if he's going to 450, if he's going to ride the 450 in Detroit and then bump back down to the 250 in Glendale, or if he's just going to be like, eh. I don't know. Because, you know, Freeze is going back to the 250. I'm excited for that. Oh, I'm here especially for it. If, especially with Deegan. Oh, God. Going to be great. Yeah. Going to be great. Um, All right. Rider D, eighth place. Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't really have much info on Rider D here. Got that uh, heat win last week, and that's about it. He has really good moments, man, and he shows us sometimes why he's super talented. Yeah. Um, Hunter Yoder, ninth. Anthony Bourdon, tenth. Sixth in points. Who, Hunter Yoder? No, yeah. Anthony Bourdon. Oh. He's sixth in points, man. Is he really? No yeah. way. He's sixth in points right now. Wow. Wasn't even supposed to do this. He had such a good showing in Paris that they were like, yeah, man. Well, let's go to point standings. There we go. Oh. Yep, 2024, sixth, 16 points. Wow, impressive. I'm telling you, man, if he can round this out and he can even, if he can continue this and get top 10 in points, yeah. Bar X needs to pick him up full time going into 2025. I think so too. And he's a pretty good outdoor rider. No, yeah. his supercross skills and his outdoor skills, there's a big disparity there. He's definitely a lot better technical guy. I feel like outdoors, he might get it kind of eaten alive in the 250 class. So maybe they'd have to bump him to the 450, which hmm. fine, they can do it. But, uh, He's good, man. Good hmm. for a guy that definitely was not even in his mind to race U.S. Supercross. <laughs> Killing it. Killing it. Yep. Uh, Robbie Wageman, 11th. Cole Thompson, 12th. Stop me if you got anything to say about any of these guys. Josh Freeze, 13th. Uh, Maddie Jorgensen, 14th. Good for Maddie Jorgensen. Yeah, good that's a good Jorgensen. ride for him. Uh, Carson Mumford, 15th. Yeah, whatever. Julian Bomer, 16th. Uh, Juju's wanting some dry races. He is not a mud guy. Nope. We are not a mud specialist Just because we drew up in Lake Havasu dry, riding jet yep. skis, man, does not mean we like mud. Maxwell Sanford, 17th. Lance Kobush made the main. Good for him. 18th. Talon Hawkins made the main. 19th. Uh, TJ Albright, 20th. Naggy. Nagster. 21st. Weird. Weird. And poor Phil, 22nd. Yeah. Phil Nicoletti. Yeah. 250 race recap brought to you by our friends at Isaac Nelson Designs there. All right. Anything else you want to touch on here? I don't uh, think I have no. anything else here. Triple Crown's going to be interesting this weekend. To talk about, let's see, RJ, RJ, dude, that one, RJ jumping off the side of the finish line there in that heat race was hilarious. Um, okay, great. I mean, that's all I got. That's all. Shout out to Patrick Weiler. He uh, texted me today, said that he bought a VRM shirt. Nice. Thanks, buddy. Really appreciate it, man. Triple Crown will be interesting this weekend. First uh, futures race of the year. Lots to cover. I told him, I was like, when we do, I, I may just start after first round of qualifying with the live stream and just live stream all the way through till we get to, till we, till we finish the Futures qualifying Futures is going to be very interesting. Uh, we will obviously get the entry list this, this week, but uh, dude, the Futures, if everybody shows up that I'm hearing is going to be there, dude, it's going to be like a mini amateur national because everything, it sounds like Janik's going to be there, Timmerman, um, Drew Adams, Casey Cochran, 
Gavin Towers, Parker Ross. We're going to get to see Ryder McNabb do Supercross for hmm. AEO. Okay. I, I am actually pretty stoked for uh, for Futures. Interesting. Because I, I, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who any of these kids are, so it's going to be great for me because they're just a bunch of nobodies racing. That I'm going to be like, oh, look at that well, kid. Well, it's going to be the Ripping, next. It's going to be going to be the next come up, man. Sure, we'll see. We'll see about that. So, um, I don't know. Um, let's see here. Who do you got for who you think is going to win these triple crowns this weekend? Um, you just want an overall guy. Yeah, because I think going main, my main is too. No, no, nah, just give now. me an overall. Who's gonna? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Smitty two fifties. Okay, just because I feel like at this point, because he hasn't had a Smith moment, okay. and obviously when he's on and he can get good starts, uh, he has the speed to walk away from all these dudes. Okay, and four fifties, holy crap. Um, I'll go Saxton. Okay. Part of me really wants to say Eli, but I still don't believe he is uh, 100% comfortable with completely pushing the pace when Ooh. guys up it to the next okay. level. All right. Um, what about you? Uh, so I got Jets going to win the 450 class there. Anaheim, good vibes, won it, won the first one. Okay. We'll be fine. Uh, we figured out triple crowns last year, so uh, after getting just one, yeah, after getting just one, but we figured those out finally. And then uh, 250 class, I'm gonna go with Kitchen. Okay, I, I, I mean th- I'm here I for th- it, man. Th- I think he's gonna put it together, man. You know, I want to see like if Levi wins his title, I would not be bummed. I do have a question for you though on the Jet thing. Yeah, which obviously Jet could win all three of them. Um, knock on wood. Looks like we're gonna have a dry race. Yep. Okay. So that's not anything wonky happening. What is your my what what is your feeling that if Jet just doesn't win? What is your feeling going into Detroit? It's early, so obviously there's nothing to really uh because we kind of all agree I don't think we're having a good idea of what's going on with these guys until probably Arlington. Mm-hmm. But let's just say Jet just it just doesn't win. Just doesn't win at A two. And not like, oh, he gets walked, but he just doesn't win. Well if he okay, so if he just doesn't win, let's say, you know, gets past last turn. Coop pulls out the old gunslinger. No, storm, I don't. Whatever. I don't. I don't mean that. That's that's too okay. easy. That's uh, too easy. Uh, like he so, just doesn't. Like he just doesn't win. Like say he's like just he goes two three two or two three three or four. Surprise! Two. I'd be very surprised to be honest with what you. What is that? What is your feeling though going forward then? Because now this will be another dry race. It's different. Whatever. I understand. now it turns into how quickly does he learn how to dominate this? Because I think that's what's coming no matter what. See, I don't see. I don't believe that if if he gets if he just doesn't win, there's no dominating in my opinion for the rest of the year. Like there, there's no there's nothing to believe that this is going to be like outdoors because now it's like you, Supercross. We know the domination thing. So there is so there's nothing in your mind if he does like let's say. So okay, so let me let me pitch this to you. He comes out. Let's just say he wins one of the mains this weekend. Yeah. But wins the overall and then goes into Detroit and wins. And then we have another one after that before the break, right? Yeah, but see, no, we have, yeah, we have Glendale and then we have a break and okay. then we get Arlington. Let's say he wins the next three. Yeah, but that's, but that's, does not, that, does that to you then go, okay, cool. But that's not, that's it was not just the, a couple of weird races, that's not the but question. He's, he's what we thought. But you're changing the question now. That's well, not well, the question. No, no, I'm just, I'm just asking you that. So then, but then if he doesn't, 
There's nothing in your mind that goes with everything we've seen with this kid. This kid is probably the closest thing we've seen to be in the real deal. He'll figure this out and get to that point where he's doing what we thought he was going to do, where he'll just start winning and not stop, essentially. No, because of course he's going to figure it out. I still believe, as, not, as much as I'm not a Jet fan, I still believe he's going to probably go down as one of the greatest ever dude. He's going to win a bunch of titles. But outside of McGrath, even with Ricky and Stu, Supercross has never really been dominated because of we've already seen why. Yeah dominating in supercross doesn't really happen because yeah. the the amount of time and the amount of the the narrow razor thin margin of you winning a race and getting fourth mm-hmm. especially at this level it's it's this yeah it's this mm-hmm. jet has already run into twice and i know they're mud races but guess what it's not like he's never going to race another mud race in his entire life we didn't. We never talked about that too because we didn't have you on last week. What are you? What are your thoughts on? Because we were kind of talking before the show, and you, I, you had some thoughts about mud races or oh, something. Mud races and Supercross, obviously, for various reasons, because of you know rhythm sections, traction isn't there. You already don't have a lot of a. You already don't have a good drive rolling through the sections. It's a lot different than outdoors. So riding, you know, mud races and Supercross are obviously a lot different because you spin through a transition, you automatically are already either rolling and checking up everything or you're just going to double-double through the rest of it. Were you, were you on my boat of like, I'm okay with them later in the year, but like this this early in the year is stupid? Like it was just I mean, mud races fucking mud, disappointing. Uh, mud races are mud races. Ricky Carmichael won a fuck ton of mud races. I mean, okay, so let me, let me pitch this question to you then, which I kind of pitched to Cole last week on the show. Do you believe that Supercross should be the premier motorcycle racing as far as dirt bikes go? And we should only go to like stadiums where we don't have to deal with this because I mean I'd love it, but the problem is that'll never happen because unless California starts all of a sudden building more domes, yeah, we're never not going to be in California. Yeah, I understand that. I'm just but saying, no, I, it, I agree. to me to me it's stupid. I agree. It, if I want to see mud racing, and and I kind of touched on this in some of the live shows yesterday, is that the outdoors for mud racing? Sure, no problem. We can have 12 mutters, okay? That's fine. It's not going to be the most exciting so, thing. It's a lot easier to make a mistake and but, recover outdoors. Yeah, but but like that's okay because that's expected. Like you're dealing with the elements. This is I'm yeah, not no, supposed to I'm not supposed to have to watch them yeah. deal with the elements here. But, and and yeah. I know it's dirt oh, bike racing still and whatever, but I'm just like, dude, like no, no, no. It it needs to just be, hey, we go out and we triple this and we quad this and whatever, and we're literally watching the fastest yeah. guys who can ride dirt but here. To my to my point though is is that where I keep going back with Jet is it's not like he's never going to race another mud race in his life. Yeah. He's going to race a mud race in Supercross. Yeah. And we can't say that he's not good in the mud because he won a moto at MX of Nations in 2022. So this whole idea yeah. that, oh, he just, it's mud. It's bullshit. I, th- I mean, I think he'll figure it out, to be honest. Like, of course he's going to figure it out. Like, but like, the- I, like I made the comment of, oh, like we found Jet's weakness. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't think, and we saw it this weekend. I mean, let's face it, it was muddy this weekend. He came out. It still wasn't a great weekend for him, but he still got fourth. He got fourth, but here's the thing, though. So, I also disagree with your comment that you think he's going to win 11 or 12 rounds now. Well, that's going off statistics there. Uh, I don't what, that Because Clinton followed, like, it, like and, and that, that. This is dirt bike racing. Statistics are cool. This is not stick and ball sports. It's a lot easier to do statistics and stick and ball sports than it is this because you have more people to rely on. I mean, there's a. If you show up sick. There goes your statistics right away. Well, I mean, I guess there's, but there's a fair, there's a fair amount of data out there with Jet. He's he's raced enough seasons now that if you look at it, 
It says 86% of the time he lines up, he's going to win. On which a in 250 the- in Supercross and a 450 outdoors, not 450 Supercross. Okay. I mean, we've, you- <laughs> we've, already, we've, already, we've already seen through three uh, rounds why this is not going to be like 2023 outdoors. I guess. We've had two mud races. If they're dry. But that's if, part of it. That's part of it. Uh, well, I understand. But if it's dry, it might look completely different. Did, did, he, did he walk it away? It might have looked different outdoors if we had a mud race outdoors. We didn't have... Did we have a mud race this year? I don't remember. High point. And Kenny almost beat him. Oh, yeah. It's still a mud race, That dude. wasn't a full-blown mudder, though. No, it was so. greasy, but it's still mud. Yeah. So, so again, like... My point My point is is that I don't believe that all of a sudden, even if he wins the title, he's just going to start dominating in Supercross. He's never going to go 17-0. It's never going to happen because of... Never, we just Never seen, say never. It might not be him. Maybe somebody else. No, but somebody will go 17-0. I just, I just don't see it's ever happening. It's the one thing that I've always said is it's, it's so unlikely. Because Supercross, you, you're the narrow margin. It's only unlikely until it happens. Hasn't it was, happened it, through 50 years of Supercross, it so... Was, it was unlikely until Ricky went 24-0 outdoors, too. There was a lot of dudes up to Ricky that got close. There's never been somebody close to winning 17-0. We'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, I, I again, yeah, but I... You, you totally changed my... You totally changed the question. You totally changed <laughs> sorry, the question. Sorry, sorry. Go back you, to the, you, go back you to the You brought question. up, well, if he wins this and then he does that about dominating, I said, what if he goes in this weekend and he just doesn't win? Like, not like, oh... Coop closes on him, pass him in the last turn. I just mean like he just doesn't win. I'd be, I'd be highly surprised. And so I think, then, and once I think again, we're in for a, the, I think we're in for a real battle. Okay, all the way through that, the that's season. All I, that's all between I need to know. him, Sexton, Coop, and we'll just go with Eli. Also, because if you would have came back and say, "Yeah, I still believe," I'd have had a real problem with that. No, I think okay, now cool. All right, I, that's all I want. I went off. Obviously, we went off the seventeen and zero after Sam Fran there because yeah. obviously it couldn't happen then. Now that we've lost two, I go back to the point of, like I said, I'm going to follow some statistics there and go, okay, well, some somewhere between 10 and 12 maybe. And again, I think we get a dry track this weekend. I think he wins. Hands down, I think he wins. I think he puts it together. I'm not I'm not fully convinced, and this is just my jet homerness here, that if we had dry track last week, dry track this week, he doesn't win both these two. How many rounds You're is not going to convince me How many that. rounds is it going to take for you to get off of that? He would have to get beat multiple rounds in a row. You mean to tell me? And, I, and I mean, legit beat. I'm not talking like he comes in the last corner, Coop comes up, stuffs no, him, and, I mean, and wins. I'm talking like he loses by three, four seconds. You mean to tell me that if Chase, he starts with Chase and Eli every moto this weekend and he just doesn't pass him and they just beat him straight up, that part of you is not going to lay off going into Detroit? That, oh, well, yeah, that could, that could be. We're, That's like, what I mean like by getting have beat. To see, but, but I have to see that on a dry track of him legitimately getting beat I haven't by seen these it, guys. I have, not, I have not seen it to believe that he can do it. A1, you literally have said a million times, is A1. We have no a- idea. A- A1 is A1, but the things we did see at A1, which was in that heat race. I saw him lose a heat race and win, he, win the main. He, he did not get a start, but what did we see in that heat race? That's part of it, though, dude. No, no. Well, I understand that, but what did we see? He was five seconds down from Coop. And then he crashed. And then all of a sudden he went, oh, I guess I should go win this. And he made up three and a half seconds. And, and he then, crashed. yes. And he, we and he had crashed. a small mistake. Think, you know how many times happens. I could say it was Stu? That happens. You know how many times yes. I could say it was Stu? Stu got a shit start? I understand. So, like, that's my point is that, I that's understand. where, that's where back, I'm just trying to, to get the, you I'll to. go back to me yelling and yelling before. He's not Stu. He's not Stu. Well, he's done Stu things already. Because Stu's fucking rookie outdoor year was pathetic. Stu's rookie outdoor season, he was also underpowered in racing Ricky Carmichael. I don't care. It was you fucking should care pathetic. Because it, you should care because that is, that is part of it. one dude. 
Who did Jet Lawrence race that is on Ricky Carmichael's fucking level? Jet Lawrence did not race anybody that was on Ricky Carmichael's exactly, level. Exactly, and he was also not underpowered riding a 252 stroke that chattered will, your brain uh, out. Nah, dude, I'm t- I'm tired of this argument, too, because everybody, you included, want to make this fucking argument with the Ricky and Stu thing. Look, there was not... 15 other guys who won 250 championships in their in there their fucking There was dude things. that won a bunch of... Oh, my no, God. No, there was not 15 other dudes that won 250 titles. Okay? What did they have done on a 450? There was literally no one. Are Stu's outdoors, Stu's perfect outdoor season, he beat Michael Lessie. So, Michael Lessie didn't win a fucking title. He also beat Tim Ferry, Davey Millsaps, Ivan Tedesco, all champions. He didn't be fi- they didn't be 15 other 250 One of those dudes. 250 dudes done since they've been in the 450 class. The same shit as all those other dudes. None of, and you want to talk and about Ricky Carmichael? none of the guys in those fucking perfect seasons with Stu and Ricky did fucking anything either. You want to like, talk about... I'm going to literally go back and put this down on paper at some point here because I'm so, so, so Jet sick beat, of so this Jet's argument. Beat, so Jets beat nobody either then. Nobody got... No, outside of Chase Sexton's <laughs> gimme 450 title, he's beaten no 450 champions. Okay. Who do you beat? I'm waiting. I mean, how many how many other dudes have titles in that class that what? he beat all class? summer? In which class? In the 450 class. Who did they? How many of them have 450 titles? I don't. I, None I, of them outside of Chase Sexton. Neither does anybody who fucking Ricky or what's Ricky race. Sebastian Tortelli, Jeremy McGrath. Okay, so you got Jeremy McGrath, the greatest of all time, and Seb Tortelli had, had won had like three GP 450 who titles. Had one outdoor title. No, I'm talking about Supercross. Oh, see, I'm talking outdoors. Here. I'm talking about Supercross because because I'm going back to the perfect season. Yeah, I'm the Supercross gonna, I'm gonna, thing. We're still in the we're still in the process of developing all right. here. He raced Sebastian Tortelli, who was a multi-time 250 GP world champion before he came over here. Okay, and so he there's beat, one. Yeah, so there's one. So and, who, who did who did Jet beat? That's a multi-time 450 champion over here. That's oh. a multi-time 450 champion. Yeah, who do you beat? I'm not talking. I I don't. I, I'm not talking 450s. Yes, there was no 450 title guys oh, in there. Oh, I thought that's what we were talking about because we were talking many, about perfect seasons. How many dudes... Oh, he also beat Chad Reed. In their perfect season. Oh, he beat seasons. Chad Reed. He beat, he beat Chad Reed. Chad Reed also. 250 champion. Okay. Multi-time 250 okay. champion. K-Dub, guy who had battled for championships up to that point. Okay, great. Okay, cool. I all battled, battled. AP, who's battled for a title. Fucking AP's Sexton, never battled for Sexton, a... Sexton, who's battled for a title. No, 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 no. AP never battled for a 450 title. K-Dub has. Uh, okay. K-Dub had. Okay. So, okay. if you want to say that Ricky and Stu didn't race anybody, cool, man. That's fine. I'm also going to come back at you and say... Jet never raced anybody also that battled for 450 championships because we both know that Sexton, he won it, had to be there. Cool. Not taking that away from him. He would have never won that had Eli got hurt. So then you're talking about now he's never raced anybody. So the only person that he raced was Dylan in 2021 that had a title. And that's it. You got one. You got one dude that had a 450 title that he actually earned all the way through from front to back. And 15 other guys who've won 250 titles. That doesn't matter when they're in the 250 class. They're not in the 250 class anymore. I'm sick and fucking tired of this argument, too. Everybody talks about 250 title, 250 title. I don't give a damn when you're in the 450 class what you won in the 250 class. Okay, so so let's so let's go back here then, because this is this is a fun this is a fun conversation here. So in Ricky's years, who had premier class titles that he raced he raced in his perfect seasons i don't know dude i'd have to go back and look at them all okay well that's what i'm saying this is is what this is what i want to do because again i'm tired of this argument because everybody's downplaying it and i get and it's not not just from you i get it it from everybody online oh he didn't race anybody okay well again you go back to Stu's perfect season Stu, Stu didn't race anybody Stu raced michael essie 
That was it. Like no, no, that was he. He's not the only person he raced. Okay, with. well, the only person who gave him any trouble was Michael Essie. Man, Michael Essie didn't give him any trouble. So, either. like, what? What? And then, like, Ricky seasons. I haven't studied Ricky seasons as much. I've watched a few of the bar to bar things or whatever the fuck you, or whatever the great outdoors or whatever. Yeah. Um, See, yeah, I'll beat him. Uh, I will be damned. Vial is ahead there by a couple seconds still. That's weird. Um, anyway, uh, but with the Ricky seasons, I have to study that a little bit more. But again, from from the few things I've heard on the guys who are trying to be, you know, more, um, there's not a whole lot of dudes in there. So it's not like it's... It's because we look back from all those years and they're so far removed. They didn't watch how good those guys were back then. So you're saying our guys are shit right now? Our guys are super fucking inconsistent. If you look at all the guys that Ricky raced and beat in those 24 seasons, or those tw- perfect 24-0 seasons, all those guys he raced were literally in the championship or top five every year after year. I couldn't tell you a guy that cha- that he... I'm, and see, I'm not even taking away from what Jet... I've never been on this thing that, oh, Jet lucked into the 22-0 and and he didn't race anybody. Yeah. He raced a whole bunch of talented dudes, even yeah. me not being a Jet. You never heard that come out of my mouth no, this entire no, year. No, so I'm no. not one of those dudes. Didn't, but if no. you're gonna if you're gonna start coming at guys from my era that I watched and I watched all those dudes and I've watched them all through from their 125, 250 years, they're all the same type of dudes that Jet raced. So if we if we want to take away from what Ricky and Stu did, I'm also gonna take away from what Jet did and say he didn't race a damn accomplished 450 guy. Outside of Dylan, Chase has one. We got to give it to him because Eli got hurt. So you got one dude. Cool. You got one guy. Dylan race all the outdoors last year. I don't know. I don't. I don't have time oh. to go back and study all of this. My point is, is that we're getting way off track. My point is, is that if we're going to start taking away from what Ricky and Stu did, I'm going to start taking away from the guys that Jet raced. He didn't race an accomplished 450 guy as far as titles and consistency. He raced what? Barsha came into the season late. Has has AP ever battled for a 450 championship? No. Hey, no, Ken Roxon wasn't there the whole year. Eli wasn't there. Chase, I want everybody to notice this. I poked. Yeah, because I got, I got him because up because it pisses me Took off me if people are going to start taking away from the greatest of all time. I'm not a Ricky fan. I don't like Ricky. I think Ricky's a jackass. I've been around Ricky in a lot of behind the scenes moment, and I don't think he's actually a very good dude. Did you do cocaine with Ricky? No, definitely not. No, I, I don't. Lots do, I don't. Do, I don't do nose candies like he does. Uh, interesting, but. You can't take away from the greatest of all time, especially, here's the difference, and this is what I will say about, we talk about what Jed did, the way Ricky won his races, much more impressive than the way Jet did. Yeah, that's, I mean, no, it's this not, is, it's, this it's is, not, this it's is, not this is, up for debate when you win, at, when you win races by a minute. It's not up for debate. Depends it's if, not. Depends if the competition's less, to be honest with you. When the competition is guys that have been there year in and year out, no, it's not. I don't. If I take Kevin Windham when you from go, them, when, and I take Aaron Plessinger, when you go back, pri- I see the same dude. If you go, if you go back to prior 2010, I don't look at those guys who weren't at the top, and what I mean by the top, I'm talking the podium dudes. Okay, I don't look at them as the same level as a lot as like the we'll call it fuck tenth tenth through fifteenth place type dudes at this point. Just because the the infrastructure wasn't there, there wasn't the facilities back then for these guys to train and ride and yeah, do and you know what, what they do. I also look at a lot of soft now. ass dudes these days. I mean, I'm not. That's, that's so. If not, you tell me that that's I have not to take ar- a- that's not an argument. That's not an argument that I want to have either. Because like I I don't fully disagree with you on that. I'm just saying, dude. You go back in the day, 
and you look at you know Ricky having the goat farm or whatever, and Reed having his place, mm. and and this is talked about. Yeah, these guys had these places, and that's why these guys were so much better because these facilities just did not exist. You didn't have MTF, GPF, Club MX, uh, what south of the border. I mean, like the list goes on and on. Now, you know, fourteen farm, whatever. Like, like the list just goes on and on, which is why today. There's so much more parity everywhere because everybody's so like like, to an extent. I mean, Eli's been at the top for how many years? It doesn't drop off after the top three like it used to. It used to be you had the top three and then it went talent wise way down here. Yeah, I could argue that. I could argue that. And now it drops, but it's like I could. I could argue. and then, and I can argue that that's not it's true. It's way farther out before you get argue, it. I can argue that that's not true. I mean, can I can you? argue that that's not true. Yeah, I can. I really can. What's your argument for it? That though? the talent level. I look at a lot of dudes. There was the same dudes year in and year out, and they were interchangeable. Ivan Sadesco, Davy Millsaps, Michael Byrne, Chad Reed, Tim Ferry, David Villeman, all those dudes. Same guys every year. Same guys every year. The only reason I get so passionate about this is because I literally watched it for years. And it pisses me off when you get a bunch of people that talk about those guys because they didn't watch it. They weren't there. It's one thing to watch it on, and I'm not talking about you. It's one thing to watch it on home video or DVD or whatever, or online, YouTube, whatever. But when you're actually there watching it and you watch those guys year in and year out, it's a totally different thing. Travis Preston, same thing. Everybody forgets how good Travis Preston was. Everybody mm-hmm. forgets how good Michael Byrne was. Yeah. So it's the same dude. I could look at a lot of the guys. Pick one. You want to, okay, like I said, you keep talking about AP. Kevin Windham, cool. Awesome. I take a prime Kevin Windham and a prime AP, and I see the same fucking dude. I can't argue okay, with that. Okay, I see a Chad Reed. Outside of Cooper Webb, Eli, I don't see another Chad Reed out there. Let me ask you this. Back in the day there, okay, was the guy getting 18th place in the Supercross main a 250 champ? No. Okay. Well then, there we are. I, I mean, that, what does that, that, that do? What does that do that is getting 18th doing that is irrelevant? I, well, I'm just saying. Okay. So it's a it's a 250 guy. How many guys have won 250 championships? But this is the thing. Like, if we're comparing generations and we're comparing the levels of the competition in generations, when you go back to the 18th place guy in say 2004, who got, who got 18th that has won a 250 title? Who got 18th last night? Because I heard a lot of privateers on your list that you ran through. Uh, in the 450 class, yeah. 18th place was Justin Roth. Oh, whoops. Sorry. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. That was San Francisco. Let me get to San Diego here. Okay. Maybe. Pull up. Come on. Okay. So let's see here. So let's get outside the top 10 here. So Jorge Prado, 11th world champion. Ken Roxon, 12th, multi-time, 250, crash, crash, multi-time not outdoor. Same, not okay. the same thing. He's not getting 12th AC, every round. AC, 13th, 250 champion. Justin Cooper, 14th, 250 champion. Crashed. Um, Benny, okay, that's nope. Benny. Nope, nope. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Shane, um, Never not, won a, not a champion. Nope. Not a champion. Good rider, but not champion. Freddie Norn, okay, nope. nope. Kate Clayson, no. Malcolm Stewart, 19th, 250 champion. Christian Craig, 20th, what? 250 would, champion. Would Malcolm Stewart and Christian Craig normally be 18th in a dry race? No. Okay, so let's move them up here. So you're talking, let's let's just say both those guys have decent races here. So let's put slot them in 15th, 16th. Was the 16th place guy in 2005 
No, because I don't even remember. Past 250 champion. I don't remember who the, the 16th place guy was. I mean, and that and that's the point I try to I'm trying to make. It's like, look, dude, the field, we always talk about the deepest field, and there's always tons of dudes. But when you get down to the nuts and bolts of it and you start really looking at results, and again, at some point, hopefully I'll have some time here and I'll go through this and I'll really look at this and see. I think you're gonna find that yes. Back in the day, back in your prime there in, say, 2000 to 2010, there were a lot of really good guys, but again, it was very top-heavy. And, yeah. what, and what I mean by top-heavy is we're talking top 10 or maybe even top 8 top-heavy. But then once you get... And even once you get to the bottom side of those, I just don't think those guys were as accomplished as what you're looking at an 8th through 12th place guy right now is accomplished. And that I won't argue with. Oh, okay. But I'm, I'm going I'm to push, push back on the I'm fact that... Make. I'm going to push back on the fact that Ricky and Stu didn't race anybody. Because it's very disrespectful to say... Kevin Windham, Michael Essie is a 450 guy. Josh Grant, did, David. Did Windham win a small bike title? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did he? He never won a big bike title though. No, right? he never won a big bike. Okay. Title. No. Okay. No. Okay. No. Okay. No, because cool. when you're racing Ricky and Stu, it's and Michael hard. Michael Essie never won a title, right? No. Okay. Okay. No, but Tedesco did. Yep. David Millsaps did. Did Tedesco win a big bike title? No. Okay. So, so again, we're looking at 250 guys. Yeah, we're here, looking which at the same shit we're dealing with right now. Which is this? Yeah, a bunch of accomplished yes, 250 I, dudes. I'm just saying, there's a whole bunch more now. So, like, also, you also had a lot of dudes that stayed in the 250 class for a very long time, a la Martin Davlis. Well, that's that's a whole nother bag of worms. I it don't is. care to jump it very into. Much is. It's just, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just going to argue the fact of anybody that says back in the day that those guys weren't uh, weren't competitive and weren't talented. You just didn't watch it enough. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, which is I why mean, we'll I see. take. I we'll normally, like, like I said, I'm, I want to go back. I want to go back and watch all this stuff. I've watched uh, some of Stu's 08 season, like a lot of Stu's 08 season, multiple times. Um, I haven't dove as much, like I said, into the Ricky stuff. And I was watching last week. Um, what was it? 2005 Supercross, and I was like running through. Oh, it. Chad, and, Ricky, and Stu on two two strokes. Chad, Ricky, Stu. Villaman, mm-hmm. uh, Ron- Roncata, uh, Pastrana, yep. McGrath, yep. Uh, Wyndham. Fonseca would have been in there. Fonseca, yeah. That's another. That was another very underrated yeah. dude. How good Ernie was before yeah. he got paralyzed. So like, so I'm like, dude, I'm like, man, that is incredible. The the names that yeah. you know you see in there or whatever you know. So, um, and again, like I said, at some point I want to go through. I want to put this all together and I want to try to compare them in a sense I just, to kind of. To kind of put where so that so that you can really see, okay, this is who they raced. This is where the drop off in talent really I'm just, hits. I'm just gonna look at it and it's gonna be a defense, not a, a jab at jet. It's more of a defense for the other guys that outside of Eli, there's nobody that is racing currently that you're ever gonna compare. Coop might be the only other person because he got two supercross titles that you're gonna put on the level of Ricky, Stu, and James. That his yeah. accomplishments, titles, wins, whatever, always being there year after year. That's what I'm always going to push back and say. Eli is going to be on the is on the Mount Rushmore, but then you look at the other guys and you go, none of them are on that level. Stu is really good, man, but Stu's accomplishments. Stu, I think Stu's a Stu's Stu has a com- the second most wins of all time. Stu's accomplishments, I believe, are bolstered by the speed and the innovation he brought to the sport. Stu has the second most wins. I didn't. I didn't say. He just that doesn't that have the titles. Was, that that wasn't a thing. But I'm just saying, when you go, when you go, 
titles and stuff it's like bro he won two supercross titles yeah no that's why i said he won titles. yeah he won how many outdoors titles did he win 450s won but okay. he had he had four he had four in a span so he of, only won the one they went perfect season on yeah wow and so, he was winning 2012 until he blew himself out of thunder and, valley and again this isn't me trying to say that like Stu, Stu and ricky aren't great riders because ricky obviously was fucking nuts and then Stu, like and i and i saw ricky ride in retirement years and went Jesus, and he wasn't even, and he wasn't even really wasn't po- even riding in shape nothing no. and then and then Stu, i absolutely love you Stu unfortunately Harris. got the back half of Stu's career you never I, got I to did get that yes because yes. i came in about 13 um which where would have been right learned, where it was winding down and we've now and it learned wasn't that since he's talked yeah. that he was not really in it mentally yeah so um but again but but trying to look at it through a kind of non-biased thing which i think i'm in a good spot for it because I didn't live it. Like you have a lot of passion about that time frame because that was your era. Like mm-hmm. that that was your prime as far as this stuff went. Before you became an angry old man like me and you know whatever um and, and after you were a kid and didn't really know what was going on. So that was like your prime. So there's a lot of passion there. We're like I don't have that emotional connection to it and now I'm old enough that I don't have an, as much of an emotional connection. I have my favorites just like everybody here, but I don't have an emotional connection to this stuff right now. So I can really look at it, I feel, in a more non-biased way and go, okay, like, yeah, these guys are excellent. They're good. Like, chances of records falling from these guys are, like, very slim. But, like, here's where it kind of is, I don't even know, jaded, like, just not full. It's not as much as we remember. It's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like how everybody looks back at, like, say, like, the 40s through the 70s with kind of like this fondness yeah, of, yeah, of sure. retro at this point and, but it's like but man if you go back the world was real fucked up back mm-hmm. then too you know um so i yeah. don't know anyway we just uh spent 15 minutes there breaking down perfect seasons and stuff so um all right so this has been episode 257 thanks to our sponsors uh complete racing solutions tlr coatings holster coat gutterworks isaac nelson designs thanks to isaac gonzalez for coming on chatting with us Justin, thank you for coming in. For sure. I appreciate it. Live shows next week? Not sure. Definitely Sunday show. Bro. Okay, for sure. Okay, fine. I really like it when people are here for my live shows. Look, man, it makes I me just, feel I can't, happy. I can't, I can't commit to the, the live show stuff. That means he's not coming, people. So I will be but here. But I will be here Sunday. Okay. All right. Well, I can't Hopefully complain we about that. Hopefully, back by them. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um. All right. So... Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Like, comment, subscribe. Make sure to check out the live shows. Uh, Make sure to comment if you like any of this stuff. Don't like any of it so that we can keep going. And uh, we will see everybody next week to wrap up the first Triple Crown in A2. See ya.